Action, 1230 KHAS. Flat River Radio Sports presents Hastings College Basketball, and this is Countdown to Tip-Off. We begin each game day with the Gina Johansson pregame show, brought to you by ASAP. Those letters stand for Area Substance Abuse and Alcohol Prevention. Now, let's go courtside with the voice of the Broncos, KHAS Sports Director Mike Will. And good afternoon. Welcome to Hastings College Basketball this afternoon. On the road with the Broncos in Mitchell, South Dakota today as Hastings gets set to take on Dakota Westland with a women's game up first with head coach Gina Johansson and coach, uh, I don't think anybody's going to catch Concordia, so this can turn out to be a big ball game. A couple of teams are fighting for second place right now. Yeah, you know, you look at the standings and it's us and, and Dakota Westland right there and then Got to take a look at Morningside Northwestern, too, based on the schedule that they have left and, and how they've been playing. So this is a big game for a lot of reasons, and, and a big game because we've lost two now. And so it, it puts a little bit more emphasis on it um, than what it already had. I think uh, two disappointing losses. We have uh, opportunities to win both of those ball games in Northwestern and Concordia. Yeah, you know, both games, it was one bad quarter. The Northwestern game, we had a really bad third quarter defensively, and, and we couldn't recover from it. Uh, and then we couldn't make enough shots down the stretch to pull ahead. And then the Concordia game, you know, you're tied 42 all uh, was the team that averages a lot of points per game. And so you're feeling pretty good about yourself going in the fourth. And then um, the wheels basically fell off and, and, you know, we just couldn't recover there. So you take away those two quarters and, and you feel even better about yourself. You know, I thought for the most part on Wednesday uh, at Concordia, we really competed and, and gave it our all. And then, you know, we just didn't have enough fight left in us when they made that initial push in the fourth to fight back and, and cut their deficit and, um, you know, ended up losing by 20 or 21, which seemed a lot closer than that. 26-5 to five run by uh, Concordia in the fourth quarter. What happened? We just couldn't get the uh, shots to go down. Yeah. You know, we just turned it over. Uh, they were forcing teams at 28 turnovers, and, you know, at half we had 10. And if you take away our first four possessions, which we turned it over a lot, and we were kind of deer in the headlight look there. Um, you know, only 10 at half wasn't bad. In the second quarter, we only had two or three, and we ended the game with 26. So that means we had a lot of turnovers in the fourth, and, and every time we turned it over, it was either a transition layup or a three for them. Um, you know, and they just got momentum there and, and we just got rattled, you know, it was loud in that gym. I felt like we didn't respond very well when they went on that first initial run, um, to fight back. And, and that's what led to a lot of those turnovers. Not shooting the ball uh, real well as of late. I think we're now five out of 34 from three point range in the last two ball games. You just kind of have to shoot your way out of that or you, you shy away from that now. Yeah, you know, at some point you just have to make some shots. I mean, both those games, uh, you know, the Concordia game in the third, we, we had a little bit of a lead. We are up four or five at one point, and we had three wide-open looks at, on the three-point line, uh, and, and one of them didn't go down for us. So, you know, at some point you just got to na- make some shots, have a little bit of confidence, and, and it is contagious, you know. So I feel if one kid gets a little hot, I think everyone else will follow. Um, but you also just have to fight your way through it. You know, if you don't make any shots, we've been there before, you know, what are you going to do on the defensive end to keep us in the game? Um, but, you know, our shooters, our, our kids that can shoot the ball really well, at some point they're going to have to step up and, and make some shots. Or we just got to get continue to get to the rim and, and get to the free throw line as best as we can. Middle of a, a tough stretch. We talked about the, the stretch last week, but we're right in the middle of things, and we really got to turn things around and finish this thing strong. Yeah, you know, it is a tough stretch, and, um, you know, it's not like I asked the GPAC to see if we could play Northwestern Concordia and Dak West all in a row and then finish with Morningside, our uh, Midland and Morningside. So it is a tough stretch for us, but, you know, I think our kids are excited for today. They were really excited about Wednesday's game. You know, I don't think we're going to shy away from anything, um, but, you know, we just have to play really well tonight and 
uh, play really hard. They're going to be very physical, and uh, we'll see how we respond to that. A few of your girls have played here, but uh, Dakota Westland extremely tough in this building. Yeah, they are extremely tough in this building. It's a great place to play, though. You know, I think for me personally, it's probably one of my favorite places in the G-Pack. It's just a great atmosphere. Uh, it's a little bit different just the setup here. Um, and, you know, and they have really good fans and really loud fans, and, and there's already fans sitting in the, the stands right now um, waiting for our game to start. So I think it will be a great as- atmosphere. I think our kids are going to be really excited about it, and, you know, hopefully we can play well. Okay, we'll come back and talk about Dakota Westland as our pregame show continues after this. Hi, this is Stephanie Creechwill, the Executive Director of ASAP. ASAP is proud to introduce the Challenging College Alcohol Abuse Program in our community. Challenging College Alcohol Abuse is an evidence-based positive social norm campaign that works to reduce binge drinking episodes in college students. This program corrects misperceptions regarding attitudes towards alcohol and encourages the development of policies to maintain a safe environment for all students. For more information, please contact ASAP at 463-0524 or log on to asap-ne.org. Back with Hastings College head coach Gina Johansson. It's Hastings and Dakota Westland here this afternoon in Mitchell. This is a team that we saw uh, earlier this season. We beat them when they were the uh, number one ranked team. So uh, they got a little added incentive here in the ballgame today. Yeah, they do. You know, I think obviously we beat them at the, in the beginning of the year um, when they were the number one team. And then they also lost to Morningside on Thursday. And so you know that they're going to be ready to play today. And, and, hope, and I'm sure they want a bounce back game. Um, you know, but... It's a big GPAC game, whether or not we beat them the first time or not, or whether or not they lost to Morningside on Thursday. So I think um, either way, both teams are going to be ready to play. This is a team that uh, loves the three-point shot, so obviously that's uh, our, our number one focus. Yeah, you know, they, they can really shoot the ball really well, um, but they're just so big and physical. And so that's what creates such a huge matchup problem for you because, uh, you know, all of their post players can step out and shoot it. It's not like... You know, you might think of a traditional post player that you don't even guard on the perimeter, you know, so it makes it really tough because they'll go down inside and just beat the heck out of you all game. And then you have one little lapse and it's either a layup or a three, Um, you know, so that's what makes them really tough to guard and and just them being so physical. You know, the first time we played them, uh, someone described it as the most physical women's basketball game they've ever seen, Uh, you know, so it's going to be a physical game and, and we but we have to be smart with it. We can't get caught up in all that, but then we have to really guard like crazy, too. They've got uh, two Bray girls. They've got Erica Harold. All those people can uh, step out and hit the three. All of them can uh, go to the rim. Yeah, you know, they have those three kids. They have uh, Sabres that comes off the bench, and, and she can shoot it like crazy. Um, you know, so we have to do some of the same things that we did the first game in terms of trying to speed them up a little bit. Um, you know, I think our pressure kind of bothered them the first game, and so if we can do that and, and create some turnovers and, and not let them just walk it down and run a set or walk it down and throw it into the post. You know, our guards have to do a good job of putting pressure on them, and, you know, I think they really take that challenge on, though. Emma and Chandra seem to really enjoy, you know, getting up into people and turning them, and, and they have to do that again today. How do we uh, counteract their, their physical play, the, the matchup problems that we're going to see uh, maybe taking our post players out to uh, the perimeter? Yeah, you know, like I said, we're going to have to really pressure them and, and pick them up full court and, and maybe trap them a little bit just to get them out of rhythm. Um, you know, so we have to speed the game up a little bit on the defensive end so they just can't come down and, and throw it inside or run their set and back screen us and pop and all that stuff. So, you know, we'll have to speed it up a little bit. Um, but then you kind of get worried about that because they're at the Corn Palace and if all of a sudden they start to make a run, it, it makes you a little nervous out there. But you got to trust in it a little bit and, and hope that we can create some turnovers. Yeah, you guys stop the runs at uh, maybe six, eight points because this is another team that can, that can go off in, the, uh, in a hurry, especially in this building. Yeah, you know, just like Concordia. They're not quite like Concordia in terms of turning people over, 
but they're very similar in the fact that they can make big runs at, at any moment. So you might feel comfortable out there, and all of a sudden they hit a couple threes in a row and get a layup, and, and you know you have to kind of squelch your run a little bit. So so we got to make sure that we can do that. Uh, we got to use our timeouts wisely because we can't let the crowd get into it here. Um, you know, But on our end, if we can make a few more shots, that would probably help stop runs a little bit. Um, but if we can't, then we just have to guard and, and you know, guard like crazy and, and keep them off the block. Could be one of those uh, grind them out affairs here today, isn't it? It could be. You know, that's what a lot of these games turn into, really. Um, a lot of close GPAC games and, and not just us in Dakota Wesleyan. So I think it could be one of those games. And, um, you know, hopefully we don't get into major foul trouble, which is always an issue. Um, but, yeah, it definitely could be a grinded out game. All right, go ahead. Thank you, sir. Gina Johansson, head coach for Hastings College. Stick around, starting lamps and a play-by-play description up next. Hastings and Dakota Wesleyan today on 1230 KHAS. You've been listening to the Gina Johansson pregame show, brought to you by ASAP, Area Substance Abuse and Alcohol Prevention. ASAP partners with local agencies and schools to help change attitudes and raise awareness about the dangers of alcohol and substance abuse. For more information, log on to asaap-ne.org. Stay tuned. Bronco play-by-play is up next on your Hastings link to Bronco Sports, 1230 KHAS. I was born and raised here in Hastings, Nebraska. My mom was in and out of hospitals since the age I was two, and I lost her when I was six. Every time I walked past that room, the memories I had with her and being with her has helped me be a more empathetic caregiver. It's an honor to be in the presence of people that took care of my mom. They made me feel always at home and again, like I was an extension of them. I am the person I am today because of them. You cannot teach compassion, you cannot teach empathy. That's something that's just a part of you. If I can just make a difference in one person's life, then I've, I've done my job. This is just the way that we care for our patients here and their families. I'm Megan Marble, Nursing Quality and Improvement Advisor at Mary Lanning Healthcare. Mary Lanning Healthcare. Your care, our inspiration. Bronco Play-By-Play is brought to you by the KHAS Sports Boosters. Local businesses supporting local youth and local athletes. Good afternoon and welcome to Hastings College Basketball today here on 1230 KHS. We're at the Corn Palace in Mitchell, South Dakota as Hastings College gets set to take on the Tigers out of Dakota Wesleyan. I'm Mike Will. I'll call the play-by-play for you this afternoon. Of course, the women's game up first. A good matchup here today. Hastings ranked number nine in the country. They have a record of 18 wins, five losses on the season. Taking on Dakota Wesleyan, the Tigers, they're ranked number eight in the latest NAIA Division II Women's College Basketball Coaches Top 25 poll. DWU sitting at 19-3 and on the season. They are 10-3 and in the Great Plains Athletic Conference. So teams two and three in the conference standing scoring off here this afternoon in Mitchell, South Dakota. Dakota Wesleyan is a team that's lost their last ball game of the season. They were beaten by a Morningside 
down in the Sioux City during the week, losing by the score of 91-76. to Hastings College coming off the back-to-back losses to Northwestern and to Concordia, losing to the Red Raiders 76-69 and losing to Concordia the other day by a score of 68-47. to So both teams looking to get back on the winning track here this afternoon. Hastings was able to beat Dakota Wesleyan earlier this season back on December the 10th when the Tigers were the number one ranked team in the nation. They beat them back at home by a score of 65-62. to So this will be a tough basketball game here this afternoon. It usually is when we play in this building. This is the 39th overall meeting between Hastings and Dakota Wesleyan today. Hastings leads the overall series 31-7. to However, we've had some close ball games up here in uh, Mitchell, South Dakota. We'll get to the starting lineups today brought to you by Five Points Bank of Hastings. Locally owned, locally managed with friendly service, three convenient locations, and a strong commitment to area youth. Many reasons why Five Points Bank is the better bank. For the Tigers of Dakota Wesleyan, they go with Erica Harold. Harold is a six foot one inch senior from D Box, South Dakota. She's averaging 12 points per ball game. Amber Bray is a six foot one inch junior from Anoka, Minnesota. Bray is averaging 10.1 points per ball game. Then she's got a sister, Ashley Bray. She's a six foot one inch junior from Anoka, Minnesota. She is averaging right now 13.8 points per ball game. They've got the Chesney Nagel. Nagel is a five foot eight redshirt sophomore out of Springfield, South Dakota. Chesney is averaging 3.9 points per goal, uh, ball game. And Riley Ostis, she is a five foot nine inch sophomore from the Summit, South Dakota. Ostis is averaging nine points per ball game. Hastings College is going to go with the Rachel Jeldon back in the starting lineup here this afternoon. Jeldon is a five foot eleven inch junior out of Holdridge, Nebraska. Jeldon has been injured uh, the past couple of weeks, just slowly working her way back into form here, and she'll get to start back in her starting role here today. Red coach Gina Johansson, she's averaging 9.6 points per ball game. Mackenzie Willicott, the 5'9 inch sophomore out of Blue Hill, averaging 9.8 per game. Jordan Johnson, a 6 foot junior out of Fairbury, averaging 6.6 per contest. Holly Hill, the 5 foot 9 inch junior out of Omaha, averaging right at uh, 10.5 points per ball game. And the other starter for Hastings is going to be Sandra Farmer, the 5 foot 3 inch freshman out of Hastings St. Cecilia. Farmer is averaging 9.5 points per ball game. Starting lineups are brought to you by Five Points Bank of Hastings with three locations in the city of Hastings. Five Points Bank, the better bank member, FDIC. So it's Hastings College and uh, Dakota Wesleyan. The Broncos control the opening tip. They immediately go inside, and the shot by Jeldon is going to be no good. Rebound comes down to Dakota Wesleyan. The Tigers dressed in their uh, white uniforms here this afternoon with their blue trim. Hastings College in their robe black uniforms and their uh, crimson trim. Here this afternoon, driving the ball down the right side of the lane and scoring is going to be a Riley Ostis. So Riley Ostis gets the uh, scoring barrage started here for Dakota Wesleyan, a team that averages 76 points per ball game on offense. Hastings College, uh, number three in the conference in defensive scoring average, giving up only 60 points per ball game. Driving the ball to the hole there is going to be Jordan Johnson, and she's going to hit with an offensive charging foul. Johnson driving that ball right to the rack, and she's hit with a uh, charging violation. So a turnover on Hastings College. Johnson picks up the first foul in the ballgame. Two to nothing is the score. Dakota Westland has got the lead. Riley Ostis has got the ball. Ostis drives the ball down the lane. There's a feed over the right side. Harold has got the ball. Her shot is no good. Harold gets the rebound. Back comes the 
Far sideline, it goes out of bounds. It's going to be Hastings College ball, so the Broncos will play things in. Just underway here at the Corn Palace on a snowy afternoon here in the South Dakota. Very treacherous road conditions to get up here today. A lot of snow in northern Nebraska, a lot of snow in the southern South Dakota. But Hastings came up yesterday. We came up uh, this morning ready for basketball action. There's a shot by Farmer that's going to be no good. Rebound comes down here to Ostis for uh, Dakota Wesleyan. So the Tigers come back 2 nothing is the score. Hastings hasn't scored in the first 90 seconds of the ball game. There's a Sarah Carr with the ball now. Carr had a good ball game the first time around. She scored 18 against Hastings College. There's a Riley Ostis driving the ball, and a pardon violation is called on Riley. That's the first turnover on uh, Dakota Wesleyan. So Hastings College will come back the other direction. Broncos are trailing in the ball game by a score of 2 to nothing. Hastings will play things in here in backcourt. Dakota Wesleyan ranked number 8. Hastings College ranked number 9 this week in the NAIA poll. There's a Holly Hill with the ball on the right wing. Takes a shot. She was open. It's going to be up there. And in. she gets the roll. Holly Hill throws up the three-pointer from the right wing, and she scores, and the Broncos have the lead here in this one. Three to two is the score. Hastings out on top. Here comes Dakota Wesleyan back, and now we got a foul away from all the action here. Personal foul is going to go on the, the Broncos. No, it's going to go on Dakota Wesleyan. Out of the bucket there, personal foul called on the Tigers. They were far away from the official scores table here. Located behind the, uh, the Bronco basket down here. A personal foul is going to be uh, whistled on Erica Harold. That's going to be her first, a second team foul called on the uh, Tigers so far in the ball game. So Hastings will get the ball. Three to two is the score. Hastings with the leaders. Farmer driving the ball down the lane and shooting and scoring, and she's fouling the play. Chandra Farmer scores for Hastings as she takes it to the rack. She is fouling the play. And now Chandra Farmer will go to the free throw line here to try to make this a three point play. That's going to be team foul number three already on Dakota Wesley, and it goes on Ostis, and it's up in the free throw line. Is going to be up there and in by Chandra Farmer. So Hastings College is out on top. That was a three-point play the old-fashioned way there. And it's a 6-2 to two now. Hastings with the early lead here in this ballgame. There's Erica Harold driving the baseline, picking up a shot and scoring. Erica Harold scoring there. That's a tough matchup. Big, tall, physical girl there to handle this afternoon for Hastings College's defense. 6-4 to four is the score. Hastings down with a two-point lead. Broncos have the ball here in their offensive zone. That's a Jordan Johnson with the ball now. They get it to a Rachel Jeldon. Jeldon moving to her left, takes it down on the baseline. That's Johnson with it. She takes it down the baseline toward the goal. And Shana's up there, no good. Rebound comes down here to a Kristen Sabres is in the ball game. Sabres gets the ball ahead. Here's Ashley Bray. Six to four is the score. He sings with a two-point lead. Dakota Westland has got the ball. Sabres out here in three-point territory. Sabres picked up by Johnson. Sabres gets it in the hands of Raleigh Ostis. Moves right to left across the top of the key. There's a feed on the right wing. The ball is going to be mishandled over there. It's picked up by the Tigers. Out to Raleigh Ostis. Six seconds on the shot clock. Outside to Ashley Bray. Launches up a three or shot no good. Ball is brought down here by Willicott. Mackenzie Willicott down the far sideline for Hastings College. Brings it into the offensive zone. Broncos have a 6-4 to four lead here in this one. Holly Hilton with the ball. High post now to Jeldon with her back to the basket. Rachel Jeldon squares around. 200 pass goes out to Johnson. Fires up a three ball. It's up there. It's going to be no good. Off of the back iron. Rebound comes down here to Riley Ostis. Ostis gets the ball ahead down the far sideline. Sabres has got the ball. Kristen Sabres comes out between the circles now to Ashley Bray. Bray hands it over to a Riley Ostis. She drives the ball against Farmer, and she can be fouled in a play as she goes up for the shot. Chandra Farmer picks up the personal foul for Hastings. That's going to be her first foul. Team foul number two on the Broncos. Six minutes and 12 seconds to play here in the first quarter. Six to four, the score. Hastings with a lead. 
And now DWU will go to the free throw line. We've got to keep them off of the line this afternoon. They're number one in the conference in free throw percentage, knocking down 79% of their free throws. That one, the first one is missed here by Riley Ostis. She'll get one more. She was found in the active shooting. She's a 72% foul shooter on the season. Dakota Wesleyan is a team knocking down 79% of their free throws. Six minutes and 12 seconds to play. First quarter, 6-4. to four. He sings with a lead. Sound by Riley Optus is up there and in. So she converts on one of two. Coming into the ball game now for Hastings is going to be uh, Taylor Minky. Minky comes in and Holly Hill checks out. Also into the ball game for Hastings. Uh, I think Chanel Farmer is out there as well for the Broncos as they come back the other way. Emma Grenfell also checked into the ball game for Hastings. So three new bodies into the lineup here for head coach Gina Johansson. It's a 6-5 to five ball game now. Hastings with a one-point lead. There's Johnson down in the corner, circles around, takes it into the paint, spins, puts up a shot. It's going to be no good, but she's whistled for the traveling violation. Traveling violation is called there on Hastings. That's going to be the second turnover on the Broncos here in the ballgame. And now the Tigers can pull ahead here with a successful trip down to play, or down the floor here. Ball's going to be tipped away in backcourt, and Amber Bray picks her back up. Amber Bray gets it over to Ashley Bray, and then she throws the ball out of bounds on the far sideline. Good backcourt defense there by Hastings. Dakota Wesleyan turns the ball over for the second time here in the ball game. Now Hastings will play things in. Farmer will get it to a Grenfell. Hastings out on top early in this ball game from the Corn Palace in Mitchell, South Dakota today. Six to five is the score. Hastings out on top. Johnson goes over to Taylor Minky on the left wing. Minky holding the ball. Now drives it against Ostis toward the goal. Gets it all the way to the baseline. Still can't put up a shot. Then her pass across the lane is going to be deflected out of bounds. Getting her hands on it there was Amber Bray of Dakota Wesleyan. Hastings will play things in. 12 seconds left in the shot clock. So now Farmer will play the ball in here for Hastings. Farmer looking. Farmer looking. Finally gets it in. The ball's going to be mishandled down here. Minky was knocked down. It's going to be picked up here by uh, Cheeseman. Cheeseman bringing her back the other way for the uh, Tigers. There's Bray. Her shot is up there. It's going to be no good. Rebound is loose. She picks it back up. Ashley Bray gets the rebound after missing her own shot there. There's a Kennedy Cheeseman with the ball now. Free throw line extended right side. Bounce pass. Goes over to Amber Bray. Amber Bray now to Chesney Nagel. Nagel gets it in the hands of Riley Ostis. The Broncos in the man-to-man defense. 13 on the shot clock. Here's Bray deep in the corner to the right side. Lobs it inside to Amber Bray. Mishandles the ball. It is loose. It comes rolling out here to Cheeseman. She fires up a three. It's just off of the front iron. No good. Rebound comes down to Hastings. Broncos playing good defense here in the first quarter. That's a good sign. Emma Grenfeld coming back quickly for Hastings College. Now to Taylor Minky. Puts it on the floor, dribbles to the top of the key. Bounce pass goes over to Farmer. Now inside to Jellin. Jellin holds the ball, takes it into the paint. Powers away with the goal. And shot is up there. No good. Rebound comes down to Bray. Amber Bray with a rebound. Dribbles out of there now. Bray gets it to Ostis. Now in the forward court to Nagel. Pass down the floor to Bray. Her shot is no good. And she's fouling the blank. Ashley Bray and Amber Bray out there for uh, Dakota Westland. Personal foul goes there on uh, Johnson of Hastings. Rather, Gabby Grasso. Picks up the personal foul. Gabby Grasso picks up her first personal. Going to the free throw line here is going to be uh, Ashley Bray for Dakota Wesleyan. She's the best free throw shooter in the conference, knocking down 94% of her free throws this year. She is 66 out of 70 as she knocks down the first one here. And now Dakota Wesleyan has come back to tie the score at 6-6 with 4 minutes and 23 seconds to play here in the first quarter. Bray will have one more. Her shot is up there, and the shot is off of the right side. It is no good. So she misses one, and the score remains tied at six points apiece here in the first quarter. 
Approaching four minutes to play. Here's Emma Grenfell. Dribble penetration. Throws it down in the corner. That's a Schreiberger with the ball. Down to Grasso in the lane. Kicks it out here to Farmer. Farmer comes across the top. That's a Schreiberger. Dribbles once. Goes to Gabby Grasso at the elbow. Drops it down low to Farmer. Her shot is up there. It's going to be no good. Rebound comes down to Bray. Ashley Bray with a rebound. Ashley gets it to the near side. Down to a Nagel. Into the forecourt, down in the corner, Amber Bray for three. The shot hits the side of the glass, no good. Ball is uh, being swatted around, finally picked up by Cheeseman in the lane. Her shot is up there, it won't go. And the rebound comes down to Hastings. Grosso gets the rebound, gets it away to Grenfell. Broncos runner back the other way. We're tied up at six points apiece early in this basketball game. Deep in the corner, that's a Taylor Minky with the ball. Minky comes out to the top of the key. The ball poked away there by Nagel. Picked up there by Minky, now 35 feet away from the basket. Gets it over here to a Chanel Farmer behind the screen. Farmer, eight seconds in the shot clock. Farmer takes the ball down in the baseline and she's called for the double dribble violation. Three turnovers now in Hastings here in the first quarter. Dakota Wesleyan will come back the other direction. Three minutes and 19 seconds to play here in the opening period. We're tied up at six points apiece. Pressure by the Broncos in backcourt. Nagel has got the ball. Now to Braid and Nagel. There's a pass to the 10 second line. It's tipped away. It goes out of bounds, and it's going to be last touch there by Dakota Wesley and Hastings ball. Last touched on the sideline by Amber Bray. The ball was uh, tipped that way by Gabby Grasso of Hastings, so a turnover on DWU. Tigers have turned the ball over three times in the first quarter, and now Hastings will get the ball. 3.13 to play here in the first quarter. 6-6 to to score. Hastings and Dakota Wesleyan locking up here this afternoon. Action in the Great Plains Athletic Conference. Emmett Grenfell has got the ball now to the wing. On the left side, that's going to be Farmer with the ball. Chanel takes off. Dribbles into the free throw line. Can't put up a shot. Kicks it out here to Minky. Her shot for three is going to be up there. No good. The ball tapped out of bounds. Last touched here by uh, Dakota Wesleyan. Last touched by the uh, Tigers. Amber Bray was the last to touch it, I think, there for the Tigers. So Hastings will get to play things in. Baseline right side underneath their own basket. Ashley Bray. Was the last to touch it, so Hastings will play things in. Farmer has got it. Her shot from the short left baseline is going to be no good. Battle for the rebound. It is loose. Finally, a jump ball is going to be called. Arrow is going to be pointing in favor of DWU, so the Tigers will get to play things in. Hastings College basketball action here this afternoon on 1230 KHAS. Also online at www.hastingslink.com. 2.48 to play here in the first quarter. Hastings 6. And Dakota Wesley in six as the Tigers will play things in. Riley Ostis back into the ball game now. She'll bring things up here in backcourt. There's a feed across the 10-second line to Sabres. Sabres now to Sarah Carr. Now to Sabres again on the wing. Back outside the uh, three-point arc to Ashley Bray. A two to the whistle underneath the basket. And a foul is going to go here on uh, Hastings College. Gabby Grasso picks up the personal foul. That's going to be her second foul. That's going to be team foul number three on Hastings. Here comes... Those starters back in there are going to see Johnson return. Jeldon comes back in. Farmer comes back into the ballgame as well for head coach Gina Johansson. 6-6 six to six to score. We're down to 2.35 to play. There's a feed inside. It's going to be intercepted by Willicott. Turnover on the Tigers. That's their fourth of the ballgame. There's a Johnson back now for Hastings. Finds the seam. Takes the ball to the hole. Her shot is up there. It's no good, but she goes tumbling out of bounds and a foul is going to be called here on uh, Dakota Wesleyan. It's going to be Johnson going to the free throw line now for Hastings. Personal foul is going to be Whistled here on uh, Ashley Bray. That's going to be her first foul. Team foul number three on the Tigers here in this first quarter. Going to the free throw line, Johnson, and her shot is up there and in. Jordan Johnson scores. She's an 84% foul shooter on the season. She is now 22 out of 26 in the free throw line. 
Jordan Johnson had 11 points the last time these two teams played back in December. There's a shot up there. It's going to be no good, but it wouldn't count it anyway. Kelly Schreinvogel was in the lane too soon. So Johnson misses the free throw. Now it's going to be Dakota Wesleyan playing the ball in. Hastings has now got the lead. 7-6 to in the ballgame. Hastings is a team that's averaging 69 points per ballgame at offense. The Tigers are averaging 76. They've got 13 points scored so far here in the, the first quarter. There's a long-range jumper by Ashley Bray that's going to be no good. Rebound comes down as Schreinvogel of Hastings. Down to a Farmer. Farmer loses control of the ball. Johnson picks it up. Farmer grabs it here on the uh, near sideline and keeps it alive. Now Farmer open for three, takes a shot, and misses. No good. Rebound comes down to Kristen Sabers. Sabers gets it to O'Reilly Ostis. Now down the near sideline, Nagel has got the ball. Nagel down in the corner to Sarah Carr. Carr on the dribble, moves to her left. Now lobs the ball inside. Sabers had it. She had it knocked out of her hands out of bounds. Getting over there for Hastings was uh, Jordan Johnson to... Knocked that ball out of the hands of Christian Sabres. Now 19 seconds left in the shot clock. Dakota Wesleyan will play things in. From any thrown basket, Sabres comes out here to Bray at the top of the key. Bray around the screen, camping up a shot. There's Sarah Carr with the ball now. Takes it inside the arc. Kicks it back out to Sabres. Comes across the top, top of the key to Nagel. Drives it down the lane. Kicks it out here to Carr. Shots up and in. Sarah Carr hits a jumper from the right side of the lane. About a 15-footer. And that gives the Tigers their first lead of the ball game at 8-7 at the 124 mark of the first quarter. Hastings with the ball back in their offensive zone. Farmer has got a bounce pass, goes inside. Willicott, her shot around Carr is going to be no good, but Sarah Carr is a hit with a personal foul. Sarah picks up her first. It's going to be team foul number four called on the Tigers here in the first quarter. This will be a shooting foul as the Willicott will go to the free throw line here for Hastings College. McKenzie's shot is up there. It's going to be good. She's a 71% foul shooter in the season. Willicott has now knocked down 42 out of 58 free throws this season. Broncos have come back to tie the score now. Eight points apiece with a minute and 15 seconds to play in the first quarter. Next shot by Willicott is up there. That one rattles out. No good. Rebound comes down to Ashley Bray. Bray gets it to Ostis. Dribbles behind her back to bring her in the offensive zone against Farmer. Lob passing it away. He's going to be tipped and intercepted. Turnover on Dakota Westland. Here come the Broncos back the other way. Farmer has got the ball. Her pass in the lane is going to be kicked there by the Tigers. So Hastings will play things in with a minute and two seconds to play. Here in the first quarter, we're tied up at eight points apiece. Here at the Corn Palace in Mitchell, South Dakota. Hastings will play things in from her own basket. Holly Hill gets it to Stride Vogel. Her pass is going to be kicked again. Amber Bray getting her foot on at that time for the Tigers. Hastings again will play things in just to the left of the basket down here in the baseline. Hill comes way outside down to Farmer. Sandra Farmer with the ball. Drives it between a couple of defenders. Drives it toward the goal. And Shana's up there. No good. She's fouling the play. Fouling the play there. And the coaching staff for the uh, Tigers not happy with that call as Sandra Farmer drove her to the hole there. Personal foul is whistled on Chesney Nagel. That's going to be her first foul. Team foul number five. Calling the Tigers here in this First quarter, shot from the line is going to be up there and in by Chandra Farmer. You're going to hear the fans today. This is probably one of the most uh, vocal crowds we'll see in the Great Plains Athletic Conference. They've got a great crowd on hand this afternoon. Here's the next shot. It's up there and in by a Farmer. She's now got five points here in the first quarter. Hastings College is out on top now by a score of 10-8. to eight. There's a long-range jumper from the left side. Good. Amber Bray knocks down a three-pointer from a different area code there on the far side on the wing. 11 to 10 is the score. Now the Tigers go back out on top. He sings with the ball with 37 seconds to play here in the first quarter. Johnson, free throw line jumper is up there. Not good. Rebound comes down to Amber Bray. 
Gets it to Ostis. Now to Sabres into the forecourt. There's Ashley Bray. Free throw line extended right side out to Sabres. Puts it on the floor. Dribbles now to the left side of the lane. Sabres out here in three-point territory. And now we got a foul call out here on uh, Hastings. That's going to be uh, that Grasso again. That's going to be her third foul. Gabby Grasso, I think, just picked up her uh, third personal foul. Going to the free throw line is going to be Ostis. Nothing to rule this one on the farmer. That's going to be her second. Ostis goes to the free throw line. Her first one is going to be up there and in. Riley Ostis now with the four points in the ball game. The Tigers now have a two-point lead over Hastings. It's 12-10 to 10 with 19.1 seconds to play here in the first quarter. Next shot by Ostis is right through the hole. She connects to give the uh, Tigers a 13-10 advantage now here in this one. Hastings to the ball. They come into the forecourt. They're playing for the final shot here. Emma Grenfeld is into the ball game now. Goes over on the wing. That's going to be Johnson. Takes a three. Her shot is up there. Way off of the mark. No good. Rebound comes down to Ashley Bray. The rally Ostis from backcourt. That's going to be uh, wide right. And that's the end of the first quarter in play. One quarter in the books in women's college basketball action here this afternoon. The score after one. It's Dakota Wesleyan 13, Hastings 10. When you need body work, call Sealy Body Shop in Hastings. Sealy's uses environmentally friendly products from PPG. Sealy's offers complete collision repair and restoration. Sealy's Body Shop, the name you trust. At 201 South Hastings Avenue in Hastings. The team at Klein Insurance has a winning record of service offering home, auto, business, farm, and crop insurance. If you want to score big with service and great rates, stop by 710 South Burlington or call 463-1256 and let the Klein Insurance team win you over. 1230 KHAS. Well, the shooting wars continue for Hastings College here in the ballgame. They have not shot the ball real well the past two ball games, and Hastings is not off to a good start here today. Hastings hitting just 15% of their field goal tries. They are 2 out of 13 from the field here. Hastings hitting 1 out of 6 from 3-point range for 16%. We do have 5 free throws today, 5 out of 6 for 83%. Tigers, fortunately, not red hot either. Uh, they're hitting 33% of their field goals. They are 4 out of 12. Tigers have hit 1 out of 7 from 3-point range. That is 14%. The Tigers have knocked down 4 free throws in 6 attempts. That's 66%. Hastings has been charged with uh, 3 turnovers so far in the ballgame. The Tigers have 6 turnovers. And Hastings is trailing the ballgame by a score of 13-10 to 10 in this one. Dakota Wesleyan's already got 13 rebounds in the ballgame. 10 on defense, 3 on offense. Hastings with 5 rebounds. They've got 5 on defense and none on offense. 13 to 10. Hastings trailing in the ballgame as we start the uh, second quarter. The Broncos trying to break a two-game losing streak here this afternoon. Rachel Jellin with the ball. Rockets a pass inside to Willicott. Her shot is up in the end. McKenzie Willicott got loose underneath the hole. Nice pass there by Jellin. And Willicott scores easily. 13 to 12 was the score now. Hastings down by one point. Here's uh, Chesney Nego with the ball. Chesney Nego comes outside the ring down to Riley Ostis. He dribbles to the top of the key. The Broncos stay with a man-to-man defense. Amber Bray dribbles the ball down the lane, loses control of it. It goes out of bounds. And we'll see. It's going to be uh, Hastings' ball. It's going to be a turnover on the Tigers. Their seventh turnover here in the first half of play. Dakota Wesleyan averaging 15 turnovers per ball game. Hastings forcing 21 turnovers on the season. Hastings second in the conference in turnover margin this this week. Broncos averaging 16 turnovers and forcing 21 on the defensive end. 13-12 was the score. Hastings 
Right now down by one point, but the Broncos have the ball. Emmett Grenfell has got it. Out here in three-point territory, comes across the top. That's going to be Farmer with the ball, wins it inside, and Jeldon shot us up and in. Rachel Jeldon scoring there for Hastings. The assist goes to uh, Chanel Farmer, and the Broncos reclaim the lead here. It's now a 14-13 ball game in quarter number two. Riley Ostis with the ball, moves to her left, goes over to the elbow, now throws it back outside the ring. Sarah Carr's three is up there, no good. Rebound comes down to Hastings. Now we got a uh, timeout called down here. Broncos came out of there with a rebound. That was Emma Grenfell coming out of there, and she fell down, and she lost her shoe, and Gina Johansson saw the problems, and she jumps up and calls the timeout. So the Broncos call a T.O. here. Eight minutes and 37 seconds to play within the second quarter. We'll take a break with a score. Hastings 14, Dakota Wesleyan 13. All of us at Five Points Bank strongly believe in supporting our area's youth. Five Points Bank contributes annually to the booster clubs of our area high school schools and Hastings College. We believe student participation in extracurricular activities results in better student engagement and academic performance. Extracurricular activities are the other half of education, and Five Points Bank supports and promotes these activities. Get out there and support our youth by attending a ball game, a concert, an art show. Let's show our young people we care. 1230 KHAS. All right, Hastings with the ball. There's a Holly Hill driving the ball in the hole. Her shot's to be knocked out of her hand. She picks her back up, goes to Farmer in the corner. Shot good. Chanel Farmer nails a three ball from deep in the right corner, and Hastings out on top now by a score of 17 to 13 in the ball game. This is the biggest lead for Hastings College now. There's Riley Austin. She takes the ball into the paint, throws up a shot from seven feet away. No good. Rebound comes down to Alex Edwards, who's in the ball game now. Alex coming back from a foot injury as well, seeing some playing time there this afternoon. Here's Farmer open for three and hits it. Chanel Farmer back-to-back three-pointers for Hastings. She's now got six points in the ballgame, and now the Tigers want to call a timeout as Hastings has opened up a seven-point lead here in quarter number two. We'll take a break, 7.53 to play. It's Hastings 20 to go to Wesleyan 13. It's the sale you've been waiting for. Gary Michaels Clothier's semi-annual half-price sale. Take 50% off all remaining men's and ladies' fall and winter inventory. Half-off suits, sports coats, sweaters, neckties, and select dress shirts. 50% off all outerwear, leather coats, wool top coats, and jackets. 50% off ladies' fashion. And take an additional 20% off select clearance racks. New Brighton markdowns, 30-60% to 60% off. Don't miss this event. Shop local and save big at Gary Michaels Clothiers, downtown Hastings and Kearney. 1230 KHAS. All right, back here in Mitchell, South Dakota. Hastings County to the lead, 20-13. to 13. Now we're going to have a foul out here in three-point territory. It's a Kristen Sabres who's moving the ball on the dribble to the right wing. And a personal foul is called here on uh, Chanel Farmer. First foul on Chanel. So 20-13 is the score. Now the Tigers will play things in off of the far sideline right in front of the Bronco bench. They get things in out here between the rings to Ashley Bray. Ashley Bray returns it back here to Riley Ostis, and she'll set things up here against Emma Grenfeld on the Bronco defense. Ostis will get it to the top of the key. That's his Sabres with the ball. Down to Sarah Carr. Sarah Carr here on the right side. Dribbles it down to the baseline, throws up a shot from 10 feet away. We're going to have a foul called offensively. It's going to go on the Tigers. The foul is going to go here on Erica Harold. That's going to be her second foul, setting an illegal screen there. So it's going to be uh, the Broncos coming back with the ball. 
Hastings out on top by a score of 20 to 13 with 7-10 to play here in the second quarter. Hastings lobs it inside to Jolin, kicks it back out here to a farmer. Now to Emma Grenfeld over here on the right side of the lane. Grenfeld dribbles the ball, spins to the elbow, takes it right to the basket, her shot no good. Everything right, but uh, finished there at the rim. Sabres gets the rebound, now to Riley Ostis. It was hit coming into the forward court, but no foul called there. Erica Harold on the wing, out to a Sabres. Now we have a foul called inside. That's going to go on to Alex Edwards as she was mixing it up inside with the Sarah Carr. Alex Edwards picks up the personal foul. That's going to be her first. Team foul number two on Hastings here in the second quarter of play. Gina talked about this during the uh, pregame show. Dakota Westland, probably the uh, most physical team that Hastings will face all season long. We saw them earlier this season back in uh, December. There was a physical bunch, and it's starting off that way here today. There's a foul going to be called again as the Tigers inbound the ball. Personal foul is going to be called on uh, Hastings College. Emma Grenfeld picks up the foul. That's going to be her first. That's going to be team foul number three on Hastings here in this uh, second quarter. So the Tigers will inbound the ball. Sabres fires up a 15-footer and hits it. Kristen Sabres scores. She did not uh, get in the scorebook against the Broncos earlier this season, but she's averaging 7.6 points per ball game. Hits her first field goal here this afternoon, 20-15 to 15 to score. Hastings out on top by five points. Broncos down the ball. This is Schreibvogel now. Schreibvogel, cross-court pass is going to be tipped out of bounds. Trying to get it over here to a Chanel Farmer, who has buried a couple of three-pointers here in this quarter. That one was knocked out of bounds by Amber Bray. Into the ball game now for Hastings. It's going to be uh, Taylor Minky. Minky comes in. Holly Hill checks out. And the lineup now for the Dakota Wesleyan Tigers will be Chesney Nagel. Nagel coming in, and Amber Bray will check out. So Broncos will play things in in front of the Tiger bench on the far sideline. Six minutes and 22 seconds to play in the second quarter. Broncos are out on top by a score of 20 to 15. Hastings to the ball. Taylor Minky with eight seconds on the shot clock. Now to Chanel Farmer. Another three-pointer thrown up there. It's off of the back iron. No good. Rebound is loose. It's picked up on the baseline by Sarah Carr. Carr drills out of there and gets it into the hands of Raleigh Ostis. Here come the Tigers across the 10-second line. The Broncos with a five-point lead, 20-15. to 15. Raleigh Ostis matchup out there with uh, Emma Grunfeld. Goes to the top of the key. Ashley Bray has got the ball. Ashley Bray on the wing now to a Nagel. Moves it down in the corner to Carr. Lobs it inside. That's Sabres. Her shot is around the room and down. Christian Sabres hitting back-to-back field goals there for Dakota Wesleyan. That's now a 20-17 ball game. Hastings with the lead. Grenfeld hustling back the other way. Grenfeld gets it to Taylor Minky. Now to Schreibvogel. The farmer brings it back to Schreibvogel. And the ball is tipped out of bounds. Ashley Bray getting her hands on it there for the Tigers. Hastings will play things in down here in the corner to the right of the basket. Coming to the ball game now is going to be McKenzie Willicott. Willicott checks in. Edwards checks out. 5.29 to play. Here in the second quarter, 20 to 17, Hastings out on top. Here's a Minky with the ball, now a Farmer, lobs it inside. Willicott grabs it, shoots and scores. McKenzie Willicott scores there for Hastings. That's her second field goal of the ball game. She's now got five points, and Hastings out on top by five, 22-17. Broncos stay with a man-to-man defense. Riley Ostis has got the ball, high right side, powers it inside, now to Bray, grabs it, runs into traffic there, and a foul is going to be called. Bray, just to the right of the basket, turns around and ran into a couple of Broncos, and Hastings has whistled for the personal foul as Ashley Bray will go to the free throw line. The foul is going to be whistled on Taylor Minky. That's going to be her first foul. Team foul number four on the Broncos here in this quarter. Bray to the free throw line. Her shot is up there and in. 
Gray is now two out of three from the line today. Again, Dakota Wesleyan is the best free throw shooting team in the Great Plains Athletic Conference. They're knocking down 79% of their free throws. It's now a 22 to 18 ball game. He sings with a four point lead. Gray will have one more. It's up there, nothing but twine for Ashley Bray, the best free throw shooter in the conference here. And now it's a 22 to 19 ball game. Hastings with a three point lead. Broncos on the ball. Emma Grenfell has got a dribble penetration, throws it down in the corner. That's a Minky. Comes out here to the top of the key stride. Vogel now inside to Willicott. Shot is up there. It's around the room and down. Mackenzie Willicott with another field goal inside. She's got seven points in the ball game. She had uh, only four the last time these two teams played. Hastings again with a five point lead, 24 to 19. Riley Ostis has got the ball high right side, holds onto it. There's a feet underneath the hole. It's out of bounds. Trying to get the ball in there to a Sabres or to a Amber Bray. And they threw it too far. It goes out of bounds. There's seats on all four uh, sides of this court. They got the seats in both ends. Chair seating on one side and then the bleacher seating on the other one. This place uh, holds a lot of people. And a great crowd on hand here this afternoon. At the Gordon Palace in uh, Mitchell, South Dakota. There's a shot again from three-point territory by Farmer. No good. Rebound Willicott. Follow shot is no good. And the ball is out of bounds. Last touch there by Minky of Hastings College. And now the Tigers will play things in here in backcourt. Four minutes and 18 seconds to play. Here in the second quarter, 24-19 is the score. This is also alumni weekend for Dakota Westland. A lot of former players back on campus this weekend. They're also going to retire a number for the men's basketball team. That'll be before the, uh, the men's contest later on this afternoon. So a lot of folks in town here uh, this weekend in Mitchell, South Dakota. Amber Bray has got the ball for Dakota Westland. Hammers it inside. Knocked away. Returned back in the corner to Bray. Now to Ostis. Six seconds on the shot clock. Riley Ostis moves it left side. and goes all the way to the basket and scores. Right at the end of the shot clock, just kind of open up there, and the Broncos just let her go to the basket. Austin's now with seven points in the ballgame. Here's Farmer at the other end. She banks one home. Chanel Farmer scoring there for Hastings. She's now got eight points in the ballgame, 26-21. to 21. Broncos still with a five-point lead. There's a pass inside. It's going to be over the head of Amber Bray out of bounds. Another turnover on the Tigers. Dakota Wesley has now got eight turnovers so far in this first half of play. And the Tigers are trailing by a score of 26-21. to 21. Hastings will come back with the ball. Emma Grenfeld has got it now. Brings it into the offensive zone to Willicott. Now to Taylor Minky. Inside to Willicott. Grabs it. Shoots and scores. That play has worked to perfection so far here in this first half. Mackenzie Willicott's got nine points in the ball game. They just keep going back to the well. It seems to be working here. 28-21 to 21 is the score. There's another ball that's going to be deflected out of bounds. So Hastings now with their biggest lead in the ball game, 28-21, to 21, with 3-10 remaining here in the second quarter. Here comes Erica Harold back into the ball game now for the Tigers. Dakota Wesleyan will inbound. Baseline left side underneath their own basket. Sabres comes out to Harold. Out here beyond the three-point arc. Harold now driving the ball against Willicott. Gives it up. Sabres has got the ball. Now to Harold again here on the near sideline. Comes out to a Nagel. Out of Carr. Over there on the left side to a Kennedy Cheeseman who's into the ball game. Cross-court pass comes over here to Nagel. Shot for three. Is up there. No good. Rebound Hastings. That's Jeldon with a rebound. Jelen gets the ball away to a Chanel Farmer. Streaks down the near sideline. Left-handed dribble. Hastings with a seven-point lead. 28-21 to 21 is the score. Hastings with the ball. Bounce pass goes inside to Jelen. Two-handed pass back outside to Chanel Farmer. Comes across the top to Chandra. Chandra holding the ball. 12 seconds in the shot clock. Penetrating inside. And Grenfeld goes to the basket. And her shot is no good, but she is fouled in a play here. 
Personal foul is going to go on the Tigers at the 231 mark. This one ruled on uh, Sarah Carr. That's going to be her second. And the ball game again for Hastings is going to be uh, Alex Edwards. Edwards comes in. Willicott checks out. Hastings will play things in. Baseline left side underneath their own basket. Chanel Farmer gets it to Alex Edwards. Trying to return the ball back to Chanel on the far sideline, but it's knocked out of bounds there by Kristen Sabres of Dakota Wesleyan. The Broncos are trying this time right in front of the Tiger bench over there. Two minutes and 28 seconds to play in the second quarter. 28-21. Hastings out on top. Broncos trying to break a two-game losing streak here this afternoon. Alex Edwards with the ball. Alex Edwards gets it in the hands of Emma Grenfeld. Grenfeld dribbling the ball now with 15 on the shot clock. And a traveling violation is called in Grenfeld here at the top of the key. Hastings turns it over. That's going to be their fourth turnover on this first half of play. The Tigers have eight. Dakota Wesleyan will come back the other direction now with 2.15 to play in the second quarter. 28-21 is the score. Here come the Tigers back in their offensive zone. That's Nego with the ball picked up out there by Chanel Farmer. Nego picks up the dribble. Now she's in trouble. Finally gets it away. Riley Ostis has got the ball. Ostis out here near the 10-second line feeds it to uh, Kristen Sabres with her back to the basket. Hands it away now to Nego. Nego brings it over here to Amber Bray. Bombs it back out to... Ashley Bray at the top of the key, back inside to Amber. Now we got a foul called. A foul is going to go inside on the Broncos here at the 149 mark. Personal foul is going to be whistled on Jeldon. That's going to be her first foul. That's going to be team foul number five on Hastings here in the second quarter. So now some free throws coming up. This is Amber Bray going to the free throw line. Bray is third in the conference in free throw percentage. She's hitting 84% of her shots. And a first opportunity here this afternoon goes right down through the hole. Amber Bray averaging 10 points per ball game. She scored 12 the last time these two teams played when we saw this team as the number one ranked team back in Hastings in the middle part of December. That shot is up there. It's going to be good by Amber Bray. So she knocks down a couple of free throws. And the Bronco lead is now five points again at 28 to 23. Under two minutes to play here in the second quarter. Now Emma Grenfell loses the ball out of bounds here on the near sideline. Grenfell just lost control of the dribble. That's going to be turnover number five on Hastings here in this first half of play. And the Tigers now have a chance to slice into the lead here. 28-23 to 23 is the score. Riley Ostis will bring things up against Grenfell. Gets into the offensive zone. Riley Ostis goes to Ashley Bray, about 25 feet away from the basket, over here on the right side. That's going to be Chesney Nagel. Moves it down on the baseline to Bray. Her shot is up and in. Brother Kristen Sabres down there in the corner. Kristen Sabres scores. She's now got three field goals and six points. 28-25. to 25. Tigers back within three. Hastings with the ball. This is Chanel Farmer. 4-3. Her shot is up there. It's short. No good. Rebound comes down to Sabres. Kristen Sabres hands it away to Riley Ostis. Now to Chesney Nagel. Here come the Tigers now with the ball. Amber Bray has got it. Right at the top of the three-point arc. Sends it down in the corner. That's going to be uh, Ashley Bray with the ball. They lob it inside again to Sabres. Jump pass outside to Nagel. Now on the wing on the right side, a three-pointer is thrown up there. It's going to be no good by Ashley Bray. Rebound comes down to Chanel Farmer. 47 seconds to play here in the second quarter. 28-25. Hastings out on top by three points. Broncos out of the ball. Grenfell goes inside to Edwards. Edwards down in the corner to Jeldon for three. Shot short, no good. Rebound to Sabres. Hands it to Ostis. Now down the far sideline to Chesney Nagel. Long pass down the floor to Amber Bray. Shot no good. Rebound comes down to Hastings. So now Farmer with a rebound, gets it away now to a Grenfell. Now the Broncos have the ball with 22 seconds to play. Here in the second quarter, Hastings driving the ball to the rack, and a foul is going to be called here. A blocking foul is going to be called, and Riley Ostis 
Taylor Mickey driving the ball to the hole there for the Broncos. And now she'll go to the free throw line. She was fouled in the active shooting here. So a foul goes on Riley Ostis. That's going to be her second personal foul. It's going to be Mankey going to the free throw line for Hastings, a 51% foul shooter in the season. She has not been there so far today. And the first one is going to be up there and in. That gives the Broncos a four-point lead now at 29-25. to Willicott back in. Edwards checking out. Jeldon and Farmer also checking out of the ball game here with 17 seconds remaining in the second quarter. Next shot is up there from Minky. That is good. So Taylor Minky knocks down a couple of free throws. 30-25 to 25 is the score now. Here's Nagel with the ball. Nagel left-handed dribble across the timeline. 11 seconds. Nagel moves it to the right wing. Now reverses the ball. That's going to be Sabres with it. She lobs it inside. Tipped away from Bray. Picked up by Hastings. Long pass down to four. Holly Hill shot is up and in. At the buzzer, Holly Hill scores on the transition as the Broncos forced a turnover here defensively. And Holly Hill gets the field goal just as time expires in the second quarter of play. So Hastings will have a seven-point lead here at halftime. The score after two quarters, it's Hastings 32, Dakota Wesleyan 25. You're listening to Bronco Basketball on 1230 KHAS. Hi, I'm Ann. I'm Dana. And I'm Connie. And, and we're, we're New View Real Estate. New View Real Estate is so much more than just an ordinary real estate company. What's the difference between New View Real Estate and a traditional realtor? We are full service for less. We can sell your home for $29.95 plus 3%, keeping more money in your pocket. And we can also find you the home of your dreams. Our family team spirit makes it all about you and your needs. Contact us today or online at newviewofhastings.com. The train tracks are gone, and over time, things change. But Vons Printers continues to be your full-service printing specialist. From start to finish, Vons Printers will customize your own logo, print business cards, envelopes, letterheads, brochures, and notepads to create a calling card for your business. Expect quality, personalized service, and competitive pricing from your full-service printing experts. For over 85 years, locally owned and operated, Vons Printers, 2nd and East Side Boulevard in Hastings. Five Points Bank of Hastings, safe, strong, and growing. Back in September of 2000, we opened for business at 4th and St. Joe with a staff of five. Now we have three banking locations, over 45 employees, and have grown to become the largest locally owned bank in Hastings. Since our opening, we've listened to you and responded by providing high-quality customer service, new banking technology, and provided support to many community organizations. We appreciate your support and look forward to continuing as the better bank in Hastings. The Hastings College Halftime Show is brought to you by Valentino's. Now enjoy everything that your Hastings Valentino's has to offer. Enjoy lunch or dinner with their grand Italian buffet. Easy carryout or delivery. Just call 402-463-6761. That's Valentino's, 604 South Burlington in Hastings. Now, let's go courtside with the voice of the Broncos, KHAS Sports Director Mike Will. Hi, back here at the Corn Palace in Mitchell, South Dakota, here this afternoon. Hastings College out on top of Dakota Wesleyan and Women's College basketball. The score 32 25. Tigers had a 13 10 lead after one quarter, but Hastings coming back and outscoring the Tigers 22 12 in this uh, second quarter. So the Broncos have a seven point advantage here at the break 32 25. Hastings. Shooting 37% from the floor here this afternoon. They're 11 out of 29 
The Tigers are hitting 38% of their field goals. They are 8 out of 21. Hastings, 3 out of 11 on three-pointers. That is 27%. The Tigers, just 1 out of 10. That is 10%. Dakota Wesleyan, the best three-point shooting team in the Great Plains Athletic Conference, but they've only nailed one three-pointer here in this first half. Hastings, 7 out of 8 from the free-throw line. That's 87%. The Tigers are 8 out of 10 for 80%. The Tigers have 10 turnovers so far. Here in the first half of play, Hastings has got five turnovers. And the rebounds right now, Dakota Wesleyan has got 17. Hastings has got 12. The Tigers with 14 defensive rebounds and three on offense. Hastings has got 10 defensive rebounds and two on offense. And the Broncos have the lead here at halftime by a score of 32-25. to 25. Leading scorers in the ballgame so far for Dakota Wesleyan. It's Riley Ostas. She has got seven points in the ball game, she's got a couple of fuel goals, and she is three out of four from the free throw line. Kristen Sabers came out for the best. They hit three field goals and six points. Amber Bray, she's got a three-pointer, and she's two out of two from the free throw line. The other scores for Dakota Wesleyan. Ashley Bray has not hit a field goal so far in the ball game, but she's three out of four from the free throw line. Two points for Sarah Carr on a field goal, and two points for Erica Harold on a field goal here in the first half. So the Tigers with 25 points on the board here at halftime. Hastings, they got to nine points in the first half from uh, Mackenzie Willicott. Willicott hit four field goals, and she was one out of two from the free throw line. Chanel Farmer had eight points in the first half. She had a couple of three-pointers and a two-point field goal. Also scoring for Hastings in that first half, uh, Chandra Farmer. She had uh, five points in the ball game. Sandra Farmer had a field goal, and she was three out of three from the free throw line. Holly Hill had a three and a two. She also scored uh, five points in the ball game. Rachel Jelvin had a field goal for two. And uh, Taylor Minky had a field goal. Actually, two free throws for two points. And the other scorer for Hastings was Jordan Johnson. She was one out of two from the free throw line for one point. So the Broncos have the lead here at halftime over Dakota Wesleyan by the score of 32 225. Brandon Peoples, he'll join us next. He's got Hastings College Spotlight. Then the second half is straight ahead. You're listening to Bronco Basketball today on 1230 KHS. What's so grand about the Grand Italian Buffet at your Hastings Valentino's? Start with your favorite pizza pies, salads with all the fixings, pastas from spaghetti to lasagna, and sauces to make the variations practically endless. The breadsticks and Valentino's desserts, and now roasted chicken, too. It's the Valentino's Grand Italian Buffet at your Hastings Valentino's. Open weekdays 11 till 2 and from 5 till 8.30. Open till 9 Fridays and open all day on weekends with a Sunday brunch from 10 till 2. What are you waiting for? It's time for Hastings College Spotlight, brought to you by Hastings College. Check us out at Hastings.edu. Listen, college should introduce you to new ideas. It should open your mind to a world of possibilities. You can get access to real-world opportunities at Hastings College, where the world and you align. Find us at Hastings.edu. Welcome in. I'm Brandon Peoples, joined in studio today by Jim Fritzler, who is the chair of the theater department at Hastings College, uh, here to talk to us about an upcoming program they have out there. Uh, Jim, we appreciate the time. Thank you. Uh, this uh, performance here is coming up. It's called uh, The Famous and Original Barroom Smasher, uh, debuting February 2nd 
at Hastings College. I understand you went on a sabbatical to do the research for this play. Yeah, I uh, ended up, uh, I had a sick cat that started my sabbatical. And because of that, I couldn't leave town, really. So um, I ended up starting to do research at the Adams County Historical Society, which I'd never done anything like that before. I'm a theater teacher, so I'm not a historian. But uh, started finding all sorts of crazy events in the history of Hastings. And one was that Carrie Nation, the big liquor abolitionist or whatever you call her, terrorist, um, (laughs) came to Hastings one night in 1902 and performed her monologue, basically, of life. And so uh, we're kind of recreating that evening on stage. Now, for people that maybe aren't as familiar with that time period, it was a kind of a kind of a weird time in American history where uh, people thought that beer was the devil, really, right? It was, though it's in my research, there was some good arguments for that. Uh, one, you couldn't really get beer. You could get hard alcohol. And, and we didn't really understand that alcoholism was a thing. So people just drank themselves. And, and what was happening was women and children were left alone because the husbands were not there. So it became a huge social issue. At the same time, really, women's rights was rising in the Midwest. And um, all these different uh, things with women were happening all at once. So uh, it, it's, it's an interesting time, especially in the Midwest, where a lot of this started, you know? Yeah. Well, let's talk about the play a little bit here. It's I understand it's kind of a a musical sort of production. It's a it's, I've called it many things. Uh it's it's a monologue with a choir that sings. Uh there was also at the same time a woman in Hastings named Flora Castle who wrote one of the most famous uh temperance hymnals that went around and so we've created her recreated her choir here in Hastings and they sing these old kind of turn of the century strange little hymns in between sections of the monologue that Carrie does about her life. Okay. So that's kind of neat, a nice little Hastings spin on, on uh, yeah. a big movie. Yeah. Here. All right. Uh, let's talk about some of the, uh, the the folks that are involved in the play here. Who's playing Carrie Nation? Carrie Nation is a guest artist we're bringing in. She's an alumni of Hastings College who's uh, gone on to have a career in both stage and opera. And uh, the odd thing about casting her is that the only character that doesn't sing in the show is her. but uh she's an amazing actress and a a great friend and so uh, she comes in this weekend right at the end and we put it all together and the rest are all students who took this class so uh, some have never been on stage before uh much like that old choir would have been scared in front of the public and nervous and things so yeah well, and as far as uh, maybe the the students learning about this whole thing, what, what have you uh, kind of seen from them? Well, I found out no one knows Carrie Nation. <laughs> and I grew up knowing a lot about her. She's so extreme because she decided the best way to stop this was to go into bars with a hatchet and break the thing up. And uh, she didn't when she was in Hastings. She went in, but uh, she didn't have her hatchet that day. So all she could do, she was upset by the nude painting in the bar. So she threw ice at the bartender. That's as bad as she could get. And then she was drug out, uh, as usual. She wasn't jailed, as she was 30 other times. But, uh, uh, yeah, so this whole era is kind of, there's so many layers, the women's rights, the um, 
women getting the vote finally, you know, things like that. And then the wives of all these farmers and businessmen out here with nothing to do, really, but organize and and form groups. Well, it sounds like a very interesting production. It uh, again debuts in early February here. Uh, February 2nd is the first show. Mm-hmm. Um, I guess kind of talk about how people can get go about getting their tickets. Uh, it's at the Scott Theater at Hastings College. And for tickets, uh, just email tickets at hastings.edu. And we'll have them for you at the door. Uh, anything else we should know? Don't think so. Come on down. It's it, it's a big experiment for all of us. It's the first time it's been done, so we'll see. All right. Again, Jim Fritzler, our guest. He's the chair of the theater department at Hastings College. The uh, play, again, called The Famous and Original Barroom Smasher. Uh, thanks again for all the time. Thank you. You've been listening to Hastings College Spotlight, brought to you by Hastings College. Check us out at hastings.edu. Stay tuned. The second half is straight ahead on your Hastings link to Bronco Sports, 1230 KHAS. I was raised in a little town eight miles southwest of here. And from my first day, 18 years ago, I loved working at Mary Lanning because of the people. My daily routine is I get in and see as many people as I can, see if there's anything special that they would need. It's just about being there. I graduated with a full-ride scholarship to Colorado Art Institute in Denver, and I turned that down because I wanted to be a cowboy. The artwork that I do is very, very soothing for me and it just relaxes me and it lets me realize I've just been very blessed. My name is Ron Meyer. I'm a customer advocate for Mary Lanning Healthcare. Mary Lanning Healthcare. Your care, our inspiration. 1230 KHAS. All right, back here at the Corn Palace in Mitchell, South Dakota. Women's College basketball action here this afternoon. The Ben. Coming up next year on 1230 KHIS, 32-25 is our score here at halftime in favor of Hastings. The Broncos' biggest lead has been uh, seven points. That's what we have right now at uh, 32-25 here in the ball game. The biggest lead for Dakota Weston has been three. Hastings getting ten points off of the bench in the first half. Dakota Weston has got five points off of the bench. And Hastings in the first half getting nine points from Mackenzie Willicott, mostly from close range. Riley Asta, she has got seven points for the Tigers of Dakota Westland. As far as uh, the other games going on in the Great Plains Athletic Conference today, Doan is playing in Sioux Center, Iowa against the Dort Defenders. College of St. Mary's, they're in Sioux City this afternoon taking on Morningside. Midland has got a game at Briar Cliff today in Sioux City. Hastings College playing here in uh, Mitchell, South Dakota against Dakota Westland, and then they got the All-Concordia tournament going on this weekend down at uh, Seward. Concordia University scheduled to play the Concordia Bulldogs at 5 o'clock this afternoon in the non-conference affair. So the top teams in the Great Plains Athletic Conference as we start to head toward the finish line here in the Great Plains Athletic Conference. Concordia doesn't look like anybody's going to catch them this year. The Broncos are, rather the uh, Bulldogs are still undefeated in the conference in 14-0. They're 22-1 overall. Hastings next in line at 11-3. and 
Dakota Wesleyan at 10-3. That's why this game is so important this afternoon. They've got some Morningside currently holding the number four spot at 8-5, and five, and Northwestern is sitting at 8-7. and seven. Top four teams out of the regular season standings will have the, the home games in the first round of the GPAC tournament, which is coming up next month. 32-25 is our score here at halftime. He sings with a lead. We'll take a one-minute timeout. We've got the second half coming up next. I'll bet you never had flowers delivered by bicycle, but it happened better than 60 years ago when my dad, Bob Sass, started Bob Sass Flowers of Hastings in 1955. He knew then what we know now. It's important that you trust us delivering the beauty of flowers, whether it's get well, birthday, anniversary, or a message of love and comfort. This is Amy from Bob Sass Flowers. Dad loved flowers. I loved my dad. It's important to us to continue what he began 60 years ago. Bob Sass Flowers, real people, real flowers, and real love. What's so grand about the Grand Italian Buffet at your Hastings Valentino's? Start with your favorite pizza pies, salads with all the fixings, pastas from spaghetti to lasagna, and sauces to make the variations practically endless. The breadsticks and Valentino's desserts, and now broasted chicken, too. It's the Valentino's Grand Italian Buffet at your Hastings Valentino's. Open weekdays 11 till 2 and from 5 till 8.30. Open till 9 Fridays and open all day on weekends with a Sunday brunch from 10 till 2. What are you waiting for? 1230 KHAS. As we come back, Erica Harold hitting a field goal in the lane for Dakota Wesleyan. That pulls the Tigers within five points at 32-27. Hastings will now inbound the ball here after it was uh, knocked out of bounds. Hastings in their offensive end. They'll get things in. That's uh, Chandra Farm with the ball. Lobs it inside to Jelvin. She backs up, spins in the lane, puts it up there. The shot no good, but she's fouling the play. Rachel Jelvin will go to the free throw line. That's going to be Erica Harold picking up the personal foul for DWU. That's going to be her third foul in the ball game now. Harold, one of the leading scorers on this team, averaging 12 points per ball game. She'll have to come out. Jeldon in the free throw line for Hastings, and her shot is up there. It's good. Jeldon now with uh, three points in the ball game. 71% foul shooter in the season. Here comes Sabres back into the ball game. Kristen Sabres going out is going to be Erica Harold. Next shot is up there. It's going to be good by Jeldon. It's a couple of free throws, and the Hastings lead grows to seven points again. 34-27, to 27, just underway here in quarter number three in Mitchell, South Dakota. A snowy afternoon, they tell us outdoors. Here's Austin with the ball. They're passing the wing over here on the right side, nearly intercepted there by Willicott, but it's brought down by Ashley Bray to the top of the key. Now to Amber Bray. Moves over to the left side with the basketball there is Sarah Carr. Top of the key to Ostis. Lobs it inside to Bray, and her shot is up and in. Ashley Bray scoring there. That's her first field goal of the ball game. She's now got five points. 34-29. Hastings College with a five-point lead. Broncos on the ball. Willicott comes over here to Jeldon. High right side, 200 pass. Comes the other direction. That's going to go to Farmer. Drives it down to Laner. Shot is up and in. Chandra Farmer took it right to the hole there and scores. It just opened up like a big old Mack truck driving through there. Chandra Farmer scores easily. Maybe not like a Mack truck with Chandra, like a pinto. She's a small girl, but she takes it right to the hole there. 36-29 to 29 is the score. Hastings with the lead. Here's Riley Austin with the ball. Moves it over on the left side. That's Carr. Her pass is going to be intercepted. Intercepted by Willicott. That's going to be turned over number 11 on Dakota Wesleyan. Hastings with the ball. Here's Hill. Free throw line extended left side. Now to Willicott. Out here beyond the three-point arc. Comes over to a Sandra Farmer on the near side of the wing. Farmer brings it back out to Holly Hill. Now inside to Jeldon. With her back to the basket, Jeldon dumps the ball away to Farmer on the baseline. Can't put up a shot. Bounce pass inside. A shot is up there and in. It is good by Holly Hill. But I think we have a foul before the shot. 
Personal foul here is going to be uh, on the uh, Tigers. It's going to go on the Sabres. That's going to be her first. It was before the shot, so the bucket does not count. Hastings will play things in. Baseline left side. Underneath her own basket. As it will get it in. That's a Willicott. Now to Hill. Drives the baseline. Goes to the racker. Shot no good. Gets her own rebound. Goes up. Her shot no good. Rebound Jeldon. Follow shot no good. As he missed three shots from point blank range. And the rebound comes down here to Dakota Wesleyan. Sarah Carr has got the ball. Sarah Carr back in the offensive zone as she works out on top against the Johnson. Sarah Carr stops in the wing. Carr's in trouble. Gets rid of it now. That's his Sabres with the ball. Back to Carr. Shot is up and in. Sarah Carr scores. That's her second field goal of the ball game. The Tigers are back within five points. 36-31. to 7.20 to play here in the third quarter. Willicott now to Jeldon. Here on the near sideline. That's a Jordan Johnson behind the Jeldon screen. Johnson holds it. 200 pass out to Hill. They get it inside to Jeldon. Back out to Hill. Her shot from the elbow. No good. Rebound comes down to Sarah Carr. Carr gets the ball ahead down the far sideline. That's going to be Ashley Bray with it now. Now we got a foul call. It's going to go an offensive foul call underneath the basket again on the Tigers of Dakota Wesleyan. So the Tigers turn it over for the 12th time here in this contest. The foul is going to go on Sabres. That's going to be her second. So Kristen Sabres now with two fouls, and Hastings will play things in here in backcourt. The score is 36-31. Hastings out on top here this one. Broncos beat this team earlier this season, 65-62 in the game played in Hastings. Broncos looking for the series sweep over DWU. Holly Hild, high right side, has got the ball. Hild now drives it to the Rackers. Shot is up there and in. Holly Hild scoring there for Hastings. Hild has now got seven points in the ballgame. The Broncos match their biggest lead of the ballgame now at 38-31. Six and a half to play. Sarah Carr, bounce pass down here to Kristen Sabres. Sabres takes the ball into the paint, stops, spins, throws up a shot. No good. Rebound, Austin's follow shot up there. No good. And a foul call on the rebound. That's going to be uh, Gabby Grasso, I think, picking up the personal foul there for Hastings. Grasso picks up her third. So three fouls now on Gabby Grasso. No free throws here. Dakota Wesleyan will inbound. Baseline left side underneath their own basket. 6.24 to play in the third. Hastings 38, Dakota Wesleyan 31. Here's uh, Dakota Wesleyan playing it in. Sarah Carr gets it down in the corner to Sabres. Outside the ring now. On the right side, Amber Bray has got it to Riley Ostis. Inside again. A shot is up there by Carr. It's going to be no good. Rebound comes down to Johnson. Johnson has got it for Hastings. Down to Farmer. Down the far sideline. Farmer comes the other way now with the basketball. There is going to be Jeldon. She holds it. There's a pass going to be deflected. It's going to be brought down here by Riley Ostis. Turnover on Hastings. Ostis takes it in the hole. Shot good. Riley Ostis now with nine points in the ballgame. Six turnover on Hastings. 38-33 is the score. Hastings still with a five-point lead. Tigers here in the uh, third quarter. Trying to slice into this uh, pretty much a seven-point lead that Hastings has maintained. Broncos have the ball back in their offensive zone. Johnson has got it out here to Farmer, who calls the play now. 14 in the shot clock. Chandra Farmer hesitates, spins in the free-throw line, takes it down the lane, puts a move on, throws up a shot. It's going to be no good. Rebound comes down here. Damber Bray of Dakota Wesleyan, so the Tigers have the ball. Down the far sideline. That's going to be a Chesney Nagel who's got it now. Nagel to Amber Bray, top of the key. Stops, fires it inside. The car and a traveling violation. Sarah Carr has whistled for the uh, traveling violation. That's going to be turnover number 13 in the ballgame for the Tigers. Five minutes and 16 seconds to play here in the third quarter from the Corn Palace in Mitchell, South Dakota here this afternoon. Here's a Chandra Farmer. She'll bring the ball up now for Hastings. Right-handed dribble. 
Comes into the offensive zone here. It takes a long three-pointer. Shot good. Several feet from beyond the top of the three-point arc. Chandra Farmer knocks it down. She's got 10 points in the ball, and that was a big shot there. 41-33 to 33 is the score. Here's Ostas driving the ball to the rack. She gets two of them right back there. Riley Ostas scores off of the window. She's got 11. 41-36. Hastings out on top. Broncos on the ball. There's a Chandra Farmer again trying to shake loose. Farmer looking to penetrate. Jumps beyond the three-point circle. Goes over the right side to Hild. Hild now to a Schreibvogel. Free throw line jumper is up there. It's off of the right side. No good. Rebound comes out here to Ostas. Here come the Tigers. They're down by six. Ostas gets the ball ahead to Amber Bray. Now to Ostas to Bray here on the near sideline. Bray goes over to Riley Ostas again in three-point territory. Comes across the top. That's a Nego with the ball. Entry pass. They get it to Amber Bray as she dribbles out to the top of the key. 11 seconds on the shot clock. Nego has got it. Skip pass out to the top of the key. Three-pointer thrown up there. Amber Bray. No good. Rebound Nego. Another offensive board there for the Tigers. This is a long-range jumper by Sabres. Good. Kristen Sabres knocks down a uh, two-point field goal. She was right on the line, but they ruled two. She's now got eight points in the ball game. The Bronco lead is four. Here's Farmer again, a long three or shot, no good. Long rebound. Comes out to Jeldon. She forces the ball inside. It's going to be deflected out of bounds. Hastings are playing things in. Three minutes and 47 seconds to play here in the third quarter. Now Gina wants to call a timeout. Hastings calls a timeout. 3.47 to play in the third quarter. Hastings 41, Dakota Wesleyan 37. Stop at Thompson Oil Company, 806 East South Street for complete auto care. Or for your convenience store needs, go to the West 2nd Best Stop at 2nd and Laird. Both locations feature Phillips 66 Super Clean Gasoline in three grades, unleaded, E10 with ethanol, and premium unleaded. Thompson Oil Company, Hastings. Keith's Drive-In Drug and Keith's Medical Park Pharmacy always give you the fast, friendly service you've come to expect over the years. From prescription drugs to over-the-counter medications, trust Keith's Drive-In Drug at 5th and Hastings and Keith's Medical Park Pharmacy in Hastings Medical Park. 1230 KHAS. Well, as we enjoy uh, basketball inside here at the uh, Corn Palace, they sound to be a note that the weather conditions are deteriorating outside. Heavy snow falling in uh, Mitchell here this afternoon. It was not a good trip up here. Road conditions not very good in uh, northern Nebraska and the southern part of South Dakota all the way into this uh, place here this morning. And now it's uh, snowing heavily in the Mitchell area. Could be stuck here for a while. 41-37 to 37 is the score. Hastings out on top here in the women's basketball game. 3.47 to play. In this uh, third quarter, Hastings will inbound the ball following their timeout. Here's Chanel Farmer in the ball game. Now drives it down to the baseline. Her shot is up there. That rolls off. No good. Rebound Wilcott. Shot good. So Chanel misses the first one. Wilcott right there to put it back down to the hole. She's having a good ball game today. She's got 11 points, and now a foul is going to be called as the Tigers attack on the other end. Nagel will go to the free throw line. She was fouled by McKenzie Willicott. That's going to be her first. So now uh, it's going to be Chesney Nagel going to the free throw line, a 63% foul shooter on the season. As she looks up there, the shot is going to be no good. In Dakota Wesley, the best free-throw shooting team of the Great Plains Athletic Conference, knocking down 75% of their charity tosses this year. Nagel will have one more. Shot is up there. It's good. They were 8 out of 10 in the first half. Now the Hastings lead is 5 points again at 43-38. Broncos led at halftime by 7, 32-25. Hastings has the ball in their offensive zone. This is Emmett Grenfell now. They get it over there to 
Chanel Farmer out here in three-point territory. Reverses the ball. Gets it to Shrive Vogel. There's a pass down the right sideline. Willicott's got it. Now to Grenfell. Drives it inside. The ball's going to be stripped away. And it's picked up by Carr. A turnover on Hastings. That's going to be their seventh of the ball game. Carr gets the ball to Riley Ostis. Races it into the offensive zone here for the Tigers. The Kristen Sabres. And now we got a foul called underneath the basket. That's going to go on the Shrive Vogel. Kelly Schreibvogel picks up the personal foul. She was mixing it up down there with uh, Ashley Bray for Dakota Wesleyan. Here comes Amber Bray back in. Here comes uh, Kennedy Cheeseman out of the ball game now for the Tigers. Two minutes and 55 seconds to play here in the third quarter, 43-38. Hastings holding on to a five-point lead. They just rob it in here. Now we got another foul called. They lob it into Sarah Carr, who was right in front of the basket, and she's going to be fouled into play here by uh, Hastings College. The foul's going to go on Schreibvogel again, so back-to-back fouls there on the Schreibvogel. Here comes Farmer back in, and here comes uh, Holly Hill back into the ball game now. 2.54 to play in the third. He sings with a five-point lead, 43-38. They get it in there to Amber Bray, who kicks it back out in three-point territory to Ashley Bray, and again a personal foul is going to be called. That's Schreibvogel again. Three straight fouls on Kelly Schreibvogel here on this possession. That's going to be team foul number five on Hastings here in the quarter. Three of them on Kelly Schreibvogel. And now Amber Bray goes to the free throw line. She's got five points in the ballgame. She'll have a one and one. Her shot is up there. It's good. She'll have two shots here. Amber Bray knocks one down. She's now got six in the ballgame. Schreibvogel comes out. Here comes a Jeldon back into the ballgame. So Schreibvogel, three quick fouls here on this one possession. She'll... Uh, Get some seat time now beside head coach Gina Johansson. 43-39 is the score. Next shot is up there. It's good. Amber Bray connects. And this is as close as the Tigers have been for a while. 43-40 is the score with two minutes and 49 seconds to play. Here in the third quarter, Hastings has the ball. They need a, a field goal here. Is Hilt Wilcott. She throws up a shot. No give it. She's hacked to the arm. Sarah Carr picks up the personal foul. That's going to be her third foul. So three fouls on Sarah Carr. End of the ball game now for DWU is going to be uh, Kristen Sabers. Sabers comes in. Carr will check out. Hastings with 2:42 to play in the third. Will inbound the ball baseline left side underneath their own basket. That's Chanel Farmer to inbound. The Willicott now to Farmer again deep in the corner. Chanel on the dribble brings it up high on this near sideline to Holly Hild. Now to Farmer dribbles it to the top of the key. Now on the wing, lobs it inside, grabbing the ball. Jeldon and an offensive foul is going to be called on Rachel Jeldon. As he knocks over a Tiger down there, getting up off of the seat of her pants was uh, Ashley Bray. Rachel Jeldon is hit with an offensive charging foul. That's going to be her second. Officially a turnover on Hastings. That's going to be their eighth. And now the Tigers can tie here with a three-point field goal. 43-40. to 40. Hastings has the lead with two minutes and 23 seconds to play in the third. There's Riley Ostis with the ball. Ostis gets it away now to Cheeseman there at the top of the key. Cheeseman. Now to Ostis, dribbles inside, throws it down in the corner, and it's too far out of bounds. Trying to get it down to Amber Bray. They threw it too far, goes out of bounds in the coffin corner. That's going to be turnover number 14 in the ballgame on the Tigers, and Hastings will come back the other direction. Approaching two minutes to play in the third quarter, 43-40, Hastings with the lead. Broncos have the ball. There's Hild on the wing on the left side. Comes out now to Chanel Farmer. Now a big collision over there. That was a Hild hitting the deck. We have a personal foul call on Ashley Bray. Bray picks up the personal foul for the Tigers. That's going to be her second. Now going to the free throw line for Hastings. It's going to be Hild 
Holly's got seven points in the ball game thus far. And a free throw is up there. It's going to be good. Holly Hilton knocks down her first free throw of the afternoon. Broncos shooting the ball well from the stripe this afternoon. They are 9 out of 10 from the free throw line. That gives the Broncos a four-point lead, 44 to 40. A minute and 56 seconds to play. Next one is up there. It's going to be good by Holly Hill. She's now got nine. The Bronco lead back up to five points here in this third period. But the Tigers have the ball. Hastings now pressuring a little bit in backcourt. Bringing the ball up is going to be Riley Ostis down the near sideline. Gets it into the offensive zone. Now this Kristen Sabers. Goes deep in a corner down there to Nagel. Brings it back out of the wing to Amber Bray. Now to Ostis at the top of the key. Picked up there by Farmer of Hastings College. Entry pass inside to get it to Sabers. 200 pass down the right corner. Bray. She can't put up a shot now to the free throw line. Amber Bray, and her shot is up and in. That's going to be her second field goal in the ballgame. She's got seven points now, and it's 45-42. Again, the Tigers within uh, three points here. Final minute and a half of this uh, third quarter here from Mitchell, South Dakota this afternoon. Bronco basketball in 1230 KHIS. Chanel Farmer for three. Shot is up there short. No good. Rebound comes down to the Tigers. Here they come with a chance to pull even. Riley Ostis has got the ball to Amber Bray. Amber Bray, bounce pass goes inside, and a foul is going to be called. So now Farmer is going to be hit with a personal foul. She runs into Ashley Bray. So now picks up the personal foul. That's going to be her second. And now Ashley Bray goes to the free throw line here for uh, Dakota Wesleyan. Bray has got seven points in the ballgame. She'll have two shots here as she was fouled in the act of shooting. Her first one is up there and in. Score is now 45-43. to 43. Here comes Alex Edwards into the ballgame now for Willicott. Jordan Johnson coming in for Holly Hill. 57 seconds to play in the third. 45-43, Hastings. Next shot, good. So Ashley Bray knocks him down, and Dakota Westland is now within one point. 45-44. Hastings with the ball. Here's Farmer. Puts a defender in the air. Sends it inside to Edwards. Now the Farmer shot is up and in. Sandra Farmer scores after getting rid of the ball in the high post there to Alex Edwards. Sandra Farmer scores down the lane. She's got 12 points in the ball game. Hastings leading now by three, 47-44. Tigers have the ball. Nagel comes out here to Amber Bray. Lobs the ball inside. It's going to be knocked loose away from Riley Ostis. And a turnover is taken down here by Rachel Jellin. Good defensive play there by the Broncos. That's going to be turnover number 15 in the ball game now. For the Tigers, now he sings with the ball, 14 seconds to play. Here in the third quarter, they've got a three-point lead, 47-44. Tigers matching up here, man on man, girl to girl. There's a shot up there by Farmer. Good. Just inside the three-point arc, Sandra Farmer scores, and that is the end of the third quarter of play. So Hastings getting a big field goal at the end of the second quarter. They get a big field goal there at the end of the third quarter. And Hastings has stretched their lead now to five points as we head to the fourth and final quarter. Three quarters in the books this afternoon. The score, it's Hastings 49, Dakota Wesleyan 44. Hastings College offers many great things. Tons of scholarships, more than 60 majors, and people who will help you succeed. And Hastings is a great college town. You've got to check it out. Go to Hastings.edu to find out more. Get more than you expect at Furniture Direct. 
a balloon and save at Furniture Direct in Hastings. When you spend $2.99 or more, you'll get to pop a balloon and save 5%, 10%, 15%, or even 20% off everything in the store, even special orders. Save on name brands like Ashley, Cat Napper, and Beauty Rest Mattresses. So pick your furniture and mattresses, then pick your balloon and save. Now that really is more than you expect. Furniture Direct, behind Sonic and Hastings, and find even more savings online at FurnitureDirectHastings.com. 1230 KHAS. I'm back here with Bronco basketball on 1230 KHAS. Hastings trying to hang on here this afternoon. Broncos will have two more games next week. They'll play a Midland on Wednesday. Then next Saturday will be in Sioux City as the Broncos will take on the Morningside Mustangs. 49 to 44 is the score. Hastings out on top. Broncos are ranked number nine this week. Dakota Westland is ranked number eight. So a top ten showdown here this afternoon in front of a good house in the Mitchell. As uh, Dakota Westland has got the ball to begin this fourth quarter. Ashley Bray has got it outside to Erica Harold for three, right down through the hole. She's been in foul trouble most of the day. She knocks one down right there. A three-pointer from the top of the key. She's got seven points in the ball game. And it's 49-47. Here in the fourth quarter now, he sings to the ball. Here's Farmer driving to the rack. Her shot knocked out of her hands. It's picked up there by the Tigers. Ashley Bray has got it. Ashley Bray, uh, Bray to Riley Ostis. Into the fourth court now to Ashley Bray here on the near side. Stops on the wing. Hastings still in the band-to-band. Top of the key. Kristen Sabres has got the ball to Riley Ostis. Ostis moves it to the right side. Now reverses the ball. Gets it to Sabres. Sabres to Erica Harold. Moves it down on the baseline. Back out to Sabres. Cross-court pass to Riley Ostis. Wide open for three. Shot is up there. No good. Rebound comes down to Hastings. Jelvin with a rebound. Gets it to Chanel Farmer. To Chandra into the fourth court. Chandra stops. Now to Chanel Farmer. Out here in three-point territory, Chanel lobs it, high post, Rachel Jeldon with the ball. Jeldon scores around the basket, drives it down the left side of the lane. Her shot is up there and in. Jeldon was knocked down, took it down the left side of the lane and scores there for the Broncos. No foul, but she gets the field goal. Six points in the ball game now for uh, Rachel Jeldon. 51-47, Hastings with a four-point lead. Harold with the ball. Harold out to Nagel. Now she gets it to Ostis, drives it to Rackner, shot is up and in. Riley Ostis took it right to the hole and scores. She's got 13 in the ballgame. 51 to 49 is the score now. The Broncos with a two-point lead. 8.22 to play here in corner number four. Hastings with the ball. This is Johnson. Jordan Johnson reverses it. Goes over there on the far side to Edwards. Comes out now to a Chanel Farmer. Farmer about 25 feet away from the basket. Moves it on the dribble to the left. Now reverses the ball. Jeldon has got it right at the top of the arc. Rachel Jeldon over here to Jordan Johnson. Launches up a three. Her shot's no good at the end of the shot clock. Rebound comes down to Riley Ostis. Under eight minutes to play. The Broncos with a two-point lead, 51-49. Here come the Tigers with a chance to pull ahead with a three-point field goal. Riley Ostis has got it out here in three-point territory. Now drives it down on the baseline on the left side. And a foul is going to be called here. And that's going to be an offensive foul call on Riley Ostis as she was shoving off against the Jordan Johnson. Ostis picks up her third personal foul. Hastings will play things in here in backcourt with seven minutes and 44 seconds to play in the game. 51 to 49 is the score. Got the men's game coming up next here on 1230 KHAS. Hastings with the ball. Farmer goes inside. A shot is up there. No given. A foul is going to be called. As Hastings got the ball inside there to Holly Hill. And a foul is going to be called again on the Tigers. Hill is going to go to the free throw line. Personal foul is going to go on. 
Harold, that's going to be your fourth personal foul. Hill to the free throw line for Hastings. She's got nine points in the ball game, and her shot is up there and in. Holly's now three out of three from the free throw line. She'll get one more. Harold comes out. Here comes Amber Bray back into the ball game. 52-49. Hastings with a three-point lead now with seven minutes and 34 seconds to play. Hill's next free throw is in the air. That one is good. Holly Hill now four out of four from the stripe. She's got 11 points, and the Bronco lead is back up to four. Hastings is led by as many as seven in this ball game today. Has a seven-point lead at halftime. They haven't relinquished that lead since about midway through the, uh, the second period. Tigers hanging close, though. Here's Amber Bray with the ball out on top. They get it to Ashley Bray. Now to Amber. Right side to Nagel. She lobs the ball inside. We got a whistle. Any foul. They go inside on Hastings. It's going to go on Willicott of Hastings. That's going to be your second. Team foul number one on the Broncos here in this fourth quarter. Non-shooting situation. So the Tigers will play things in. Ashley Bray gets it to Amber Bray. Now to Rowley Ostis. Back down to Amber Bray. Lobs it inside. It's going to be lost off of the fingertips of Carr out of bounds. Sarah Carr tried to grab it there in the lane. It's off of her fingertips. Turnover on the Tigers. That's going to be 16 turnovers now on Dakota Westland here in this ballgame. He sings with the ball. They've got a four-point lead, 53-49. There's a pass to the far side. That's said Grenfell is back into the ballgame. Emma Grenfell moves it into the paint, stops, throws it out here to Holly Hild. She now drives into the racker side. It's up there, and it's right down through the hole. Holly Hill powers her way to the goal there for Hastings. She's got 13 in the ball game. Hastings back out to a six-point lead. 55-49 to 49 with 6.30 to play. Bray has got the ball. Not a Nagel. Chesney Nagel behind his screen. Moves it to the free-throw line. The Riley Ostas, her shot from the elbow, is up there. It bounces around the rim and falls off. No good. Rebound comes down to Chanel Farmer. Hastings with the ball down the far sideline. Chanel on the dribble here for the Broncos. Brings it in the offensive zone against uh, Chesney Nagel. Your hands in the way now in three-point territory. That's Alex Edwards. Spins. Takes it to the basket. Her shot is up there. No good. And we got a foul called here. It's going to go on Willicott. Rebounding foul on McKenzie Willicott. That's going to be her third. Team foul number three on Hastings here in the fourth quarter. And in the ball game now for Hastings is going to be Jeldon. Jeldon comes in. Edwards checks out. Also returning to the lineup here for Dakota Wesleyan is going to be Erica Harold. She'll play with four personal fouls here with the clock sitting at 6.06. Here's Riley Osters coming back in the offensive zone here for Dakota Westland as she works on top against the Grenfeld. Lobs it to Kristen Sabers who hands it away to a Nagel. Nagel to the near sideline to Ashley Bray. Now to Sabers, squares around the bucket. Sabers pounding her way, backs up, spins, puts up a shot, no good. Rebound to Willicott. Willicott's pass to Chanel Farmer. Here come the Broncos, three on four. Sandra Farmer just dribbling with the ball. She'll hold things up here. Comes across the top now to Grenfeld. Emma with the ball on the right wing. Gets it to Jeldon. Now to Grenfeld and a traveling violation. Traveling violation on Hastings. Jeldon was posted up right side of the lane there. They got her the ball. And she just handed away to uh, Grenfeld who moved it toward the hole there. And she's calling for the extra steps. Traveling violation is called on Hastings. That's turnover number nine on the Broncos here in the ball game. Five minutes and 28 seconds to play. Here in the fourth quarter, Hastings is out on top by just six points, 55-49. to 49. Hastings trying to break a two-game losing streak here this afternoon. Here's Carr with the ball down in the corner. They get it to Bray. Bray back out to Carr, top of the key. 
Bray on the wing. He's got it. Bounce pass goes inside to Sabres. Her shot is up there over Farmer. No good. Rebound grabbed here by Grenfell on the baseline. Ever brings it back. Right-handed dribble. Races it into the offensive zone. Out of Farmer. High right side. Holding the ball. High above her head. Farmer with it for Hastings. Dribbling at the top of the key. Now down the lane. All the way to the basket. Her shot's going to be blocked out of her hands. Out of bounds. It's going to be Hastings' ball. The Broncos are playing things in from underneath their own basket. 16 on the shot clock. Hastings will play things in. Chanel Farmer coming to the ball game now for Hastings. 4.52 to play in the game. 55-49. Hastings with the lead. The Broncos will inbound. Chanel looking, looking. Comes way out on top. That's going to be Grenfell with the ball. Dakota Westland is in a man-to-man defense. Grenfell drives it to the rack. Bounce pass down on the right baseline. They get it to Edwards. Back outside is Chanel for three. Shot is up there. It's going to be no good. Jelvin had the rebound. She lost it. Scramble is on. Jump ball is going to be called here. Possession arrow is pointing in favor of Hastings, so the Broncos will maintain control. Alex Edwards will inbound the ball here for Hastings with four minutes and 36 seconds to play in the basketball game, 55-49. to 49. Hastings with a lead. Coming into the ball game now for the Tigers is going to be Chesney Nagel. Nagel comes in. Going out is going to be Ashley Bray. So he seems they'll play things in from underneath their own basket. They get it here to uh, Chandra Farmer. High right side. Farmer puts it on the floor. Dribbles to the top of the key. Farmer looking to get away. Spins in the lane. Now goes for the racker. Shot is up there. It's going to be no good as it dances off of the front iron. Rebound. He stings. An offensive board there by Rachel Jeldon. So the Broncos get the fresh shot clock. We're down to 420 to play in the ball game. 55-49. He sings with a six-point lead. Here's a Farmer dribbling with the ball. That's Chanel. Comes over here to Chandra. Chandra Farmer behind the screen has got the ball. Takes it to the top of the key. Can't put up a shot over Carr. Now spins. Ball's going to be knocked loose and is picked up here by the Tigers and a foul is called. Ball was picked up there by Riley Ostis and she is fouled in a play there by Chandra Farmer. That's going to be her third foul. The Tigers turn it away for the tenth time here in the ball game. And now the Tigers will play things in off of the far side. Coming into the ball game now for Hastings is going to be Holly Hill. Hill comes in. Going out is going to be Let's see who's going to step out. It's going to be uh, Emma Grenfeld going to the, the bench now for the Broncos. Four minutes to play in the ball game. He sings with a six-point lead, 55-49. to 49. Dakota Wesleyan with the ball. Here's Riley Ostis around a double screen at the top of the key. Ostis now stops, gives it away to Amber Bray. Bray over here on the right side to uh, Nagel. 200 pass comes back out on top to Ostis. Not a Nagel here on the right side. Entry pass will be intercepted. Trying to get the ball to Harold and then stepping right in front of that pass. Like she knew it was coming right there. It was uh, Holly Hill that she brings it into the offensive zone, and now Gina wants to call a timeout. Dakota Wesleyan turns it over for the 17th time on the interception there by Holly Hill. We've got a timeout from the Tigers. Three minutes and 35 seconds to play in the fourth quarter. The score, it's Hastings 55 and Dakota Wesleyan 49. Five Points Bank is strongly committed to investing in our community. This is what locally owned, locally managed banks do and do well. We are proud to be a leading supporter of the United Way's annual campaign. Also, we make meaningful contributions to numerous community, educational, and civic organizations in our quest to make the quality of life in our area as strong as possible. Giving back. It's part of our mission statement and helps make Hastings a great community. Five Points Bank. Locally owned, locally managed. The Better Bank. 1230 KHAS. Hastings Challenge basketball action for you today here on 1230 KHAS. Also online at www.hastingslink.com. 
Hastings has led a good portion of this basketball game. They trailed though at the end of the first quarter, 13 to 10. The Broncos end outscoring the Tigers in the second quarter, 22 to 12. They got out to a 32-25 lead at halftime. The Broncos still led by five after three, 49-44. And Hastings has got a six-point lead now at 55 to 49. Not been able to stretch that lead today, but has not relinquished that lead since uh, early in the second quarter. 55 to 49 now. The Broncos will inbound the ball here on the near sideline. Three minutes and 35 seconds to play. Chandra Farmer has got the ball. Chandra Farmer out here in three-point territory. Now will begin to dribble against Riley Ostis. 15 on the shot clock. Chandra Farmer backs up near the 10-second line. Working one-on-one as they lob it on the high post there. Jeldon has got the ball. Jeldon takes it down the lane. Jeldon spins, puts up a shot, misses no good. And the rebound comes down to Amber Bray. Amber Bray and Riley Ostis down to Bray into the forecourt down the near sideline. Bray goes down in the corner to Erica Harold. Harold looking down here. Harold gives it up out to Riley Ostis, who sends the ball back inside, and the foul is going to be called. They pound it back inside to Ashley Bray, and the foul is going to be called here on Hastings. It's going to go on Edwards. Alex Edwards picks up her second personal foul. That's going to be team foul number four on the Broncos, so no free throws here. But now the Tigers want to call a quick timeout. We're down to three minutes to play in the fourth quarter. We'll take a break with a score. Hastings 55, Dakota Wesleyan 49. Hi, this is Stephanie Creechwill, the Executive Director of ASAP for Adams, Clay, Knuckles, and Webster Counties. ASAP stands for Area Substance and Alcohol Abuse Prevention and is a nonprofit organization. ASAP partners with local agencies and schools to help change attitudes and raise awareness about the dangers of alcohol and substance abuse. We provide information, education, and support to the recovery community. If you would like more information about the services ASAP provides, please contact us at 463-0524 or log on to asap-ne.org. 1230 KHAS. Bronco basketball for you. Hastings trying to lock up a win here this afternoon. This will be number 19 on the season. But they're in a dogfight here with Dakota Wesley, and it's 55 49. Tigers on the ball. Harold drives the ball to the basket. Shot is up there. No good, and she's fouling the play. Holly Hild picks up the personal foul for Hastings. That's going to be her first. Hild picks up the foul. That's going to be team foul number five. Calling the Broncos here. In this quarter, and going to the free throw line will be Harold. She got seven points so far in the ball game. First free throw of the afternoon is up there. It's going to be no good. Harold is a 75% free throw shooter. This is her first one there. So it's still a six-point ball game at 55 to 49. We're down to two minutes and 56 seconds to play here in the fourth quarter. Harold's next free throw is up there. It rims off. No good. Rebound, Hastings. So Harold misses a pair. Willicott grabs the rebound. Down to Farmer. Chandra Farmer brings the ball up across the uh, midcourt stripe. Goes over to Chanel Farmer. Chanel comes over here to Holly Hill down the near sideline. That's uh, Chandra Farmer with the ball. Drives it against Ostis, and a foul is going to be called. Riley Ostis picks up the uh, personal foul. That's going to be her fourth. That's going to be team foul number two on the Tigers here in the fourth quarter. So no free throws. Hastings will inbound. Underneath their own basket with two minutes and 40 seconds to play. Hastings will get it to Willicott. Now back down in the corner to Chanel. Chanel Farmer drilling with the ball. Moves to her left. Comes out here in the three-point territory. Gets it to her younger sister, Chandra, out here. Picked up by Erica Harold. Chandra Farmer dribbling the ball. 17 left on the shot clock. 2.25 to play in the game. Hastings with a six-point lead. 55-49. Chandra Farmer right at the top of the arc. 
Drives it down the lane. Throws up a shot. It's off of the left side. No good. Battle for the rebound. It goes out of bounds. Dakota Wesleyan ball. Last touchdown there by Jelen underneath the basket. So now with two minutes and 14 seconds to play, the Tigers will inbound the ball. Hastings with a 55-49 to 49 lead. Here comes Riley Ostis with it now. Riley Ostis drives it, stops right side of the lane, gives it away to Sabres, down the lane. Her side's up there, too strong, no good. Rebound comes down to Chanel Farmer. Chanel has got the ball, now to Sandra, and she's set on the play there by Sabres. And Kristen Sabres is going to be hit with a personal foul. Sabres picks up her third. That's going to be team foul number three on the Tigers. So, again, no free throws. Hastings will have to inbound the ball here in backcourt. Down to a minute and 58 seconds to play in the ball game. Hastings still leading Dakota Wesley in 55-49. to 49. There's a Chandra Farmer bumped in backcourt by Ostis. No foul call. Now the ball is knocked loose. The scramble is on. Jump ball is going to be called. Arrow is punting in favor of DWU. Chandra Farmer knocked down just as she got to the 10-second line. They forced the jump ball. It's going to be a turnover on Hastings, our 11th of the ball game, and now the Tigers have the ball here. They'll inbound off of the near sideline. Grenfell checks in. Farmer's going to check out, and now the Tigers want to call a timeout. Dakota Wesleyan calls a timeout. A minute and 49 seconds to play in the fourth quarter. It's Hastings 55, Dakota Wesleyan 49. Hastings Tribune photographers take hundreds of photos when covering a game, but only a few get published in the newspaper. To see all of the other photos that they take, go to HastingsTribune.com. You will see some you like. To see those that run daily in the Hastings Tribune, call 462-2131 to start a subscription to the newspaper or order it online at HastingsTribune.com. When it comes to local sports, we've got it covered. 1230 KHAS. 49 seconds to play. Women's College basketball here this afternoon with the men coming up next here on 1230 KHAS. Harold has got the ball for Dakota Westland. Ashley Bray. Here's Harold again right at the top of the three-point circle just to the right of the lane. Top of the key to get to Ashley Brave. Is it to Riley Ostis? Entry pass inside to Sabres. Sabres takes it to the hole and scores. Kristen Sabres scores. She's got 10 points in the ballgame. Hastings now with a four-point lead, 55-51, to 51, with a minute and 26 seconds to play. Chanel Farmer will inbound the ball, and now Jim wants to call a timeout here. Hastings having problems uh, inbounding the ball, and uh, Gina calls the timeout just in time there for the Broncos to save the possession. A minute and 23 seconds to play in the game. We'll take a break with a score. Hastings 55, Dakota Wesleyan 51. Physical Therapy and Sports Rehab of Hastings 207 South Burlington is the place for all your rehabilitation needs. PTSR offers orthopedic, neurologic, and sports injury rehabilitation. A certified hand specialist is available for the more delicate upper extremity injuries. Aquatic therapy and balance training is also available. A certified athletic trainer is on staff as well. PTSR has a strong industrial services division providing physical and functional capacity testing as well as drug and alcohol screening. Visit them at ptsrhastings.com. 1230 KHAS. Broncos trying to hold on here this afternoon. 55 to 51 is the score. We still got a minute and 23 seconds to play. Possession arrow is pointing in favor of Hastings down the stretch here. Hastings has got five team fouls here in the fourth quarter. Dakota Westland has got three. So any foul will send Dakota Westland to the free throw line. 55 to 51. Hastings out on top here in this basketball game. Gina calling the timeout. Here comes the troops back on the floor here for Hastings. Chanel Farmer is going to inbound the ball here for Hastings in backcourt. 
Chandra Farmer out there with Rachel Jeldon, Willicott, and also Holly Hill. Chanel Farmer will inbound here in backcourt. A lot of pressure back here. Farmer mishandles the ball, and it's going to be knocked off of the back there of Riley Ostas, who is going for the steal. It was out of bounds here. Now Chanel will inbound the ball again for he sings. They got a double team on Chandra Farmer. Looking, looking, looking. Finally, they get it in. Willicott will get it. Now to Chandra, and she's knocked down on the play, and a foul called. Yeah, they had a double team. They were going to let Chandra catch the ball off of the inbound. So Chanel had to get it to Willicott, who immediately got the ball to Chandra Farmer, and she was knocked down on the play. Personal foul is called there on Riley Ostis. That's going to be her fourth. Team foul number four on the Tigers. So now Hastings will play things in here on the near sideline with a minute and 21 seconds to play in the ball game, still leading by four points. Chanel Farmer gets it to Willicott. Willicott to Chandra Farmer. Chandra brings it across the 10-second line for Hastings. 24 left in the shot clock. Chandra Farmer has got the ball against Riley Ostis. She is knocked down in the play. Ostis is going to be hit with a fifth personal foul. Riley Ostis is going to be hit with a foul. Now they're going to say that's four fouls on Riley Ostis. Nope, that's number five. They just chalked up the fifth one on the board here. So Ostis is out of the ball game now with a minute and 10 seconds to play here in the fourth quarter. She's going to leave with 13 points. And now Dakota Westland is going to burn a timeout here. The Tigers call another timeout. A minute and 10 seconds to play in the fourth quarter. Hastings 55, Dakota Westland 51. Insurance Plus Financial Services wants you to compare your homeowners and auto insurance. Insurance Plus is an allied insurance agent. Allied, a nationwide company on your side. Let them compare and make sure you're not paying too much and also that your coverage is adequate. It's a simple process that could save you some money. With Allied Insurance Plus, you'll know that should something happen, you're covered. Allied, a nationwide company on your side and Insurance Plus providing sound, trusted coverage. Insurance Plus Financial Services in Fairfield and 715 South Burlington and Hastings. Call 461-4465. 1230 K-H-A-S. As we come back, Sandra Farmer hits one out of two free throws. Announced a 56-51 ball game. He sings with a five-point lead. Just by the one-minute mark now here in the fourth quarter. Dakota Wesleyan has got the ball. Here's Amber Bray. Amber Bray moves to her left. Fires the ball inside the ball. Poked away. And a foul is going to be called there on Hill. Trying to get it inside again to Kristen Sabers. Hill is hit with a personal foul. That's going to be her second. So Kristen Sabers now goes to the free throw line. She's a 64% foul shooter in the season. She has not been there so far today. Five field goals, 10 points in the ballgame. Shot is up there. Shot is good for Sabers as she knocks one down there for DWU. So the Tigers still in the ballgame here, 56 to 52. 50.8 seconds to play here in the fourth quarter from the Palace. Sabres again will have a free throw. Next one is up there. Hits the back iron. No good. Rebound comes down to Willicott for Hastings, and she's fouled in the play. Immediately fouled there by Amber Bray of Dakota Westland. That's going to be her first. Now that's the fifth team foul in the Tigers. So now Hastings will have some uh, free throws at the other end. The fifth team foul on Dakota Westland. So now both teams will have free throws the rest of the way. we got 48.8 seconds to play now. Willicott to the line for Hastings. Willicott, one out of two so far today. Make it two out of three as that one goes down through the hole. She's now got 12 points in the ballgame. Willicott scored nine the other night when Hastings lost to Concordia, 68-47. to Willicott's next free throw is up there and in. That makes the score 58-52. to And now uh, Gina, I think, calls the timeout this time. 48.8 seconds to play. And the ballgame will take a break with the score. Hastings, 58 Dakota Wesleyan, 52. 
Whether you're talking sports or farming, one thing is the same. You need power. Think Husker Power products for propane, natural gas, and diesel irrigation engines customized to your needs. When you require irrigation power, parts, or timely service, think Husker Power products. Your provider of GM-powered natural gas and LP high-efficiency irrigation engines and fuel-efficient Isuzu diesel engines. Call 402-463-1531 for Husker Power products of Hastings. Your full-service irrigation engine headquarters. Now, also located in Sutton. 1230 KHAS. All right, 58 to 52 is the score. Hastings leading. Bronco basketball for you today here on 1230 KHAS and also online at www.hastingslink.com. Got the men's contest coming up next. Hastings sitting at 12 and 12 on the season. The men's side of things. Dakota Westland is the number nine ranked team in the country this week. They're 19 and 5. They're 10 and 2 in the Great Plains Athletic Conference. Dakota Wesleyan tied with Midland for the top spot. And the G Pack is playing gets underway today. So interesting ball game in game number two here today. Hastings College Willen trying to finish things off here this afternoon with a six-point lead, 58-52. Dakota Wesleyan has got the ball. They'll play things in. Erica Harold down in the corner. Drives the baseline, and she's going to be called for the steps. Got the field goal to go down, but she put a move on the baseline there. Get around a defender, and she's whistled for the traveling violation. 19 turnovers on Dakota Wesley, and Hastings will inbound the ball. Willicott has got it. Willicott's going to be fouled in the play. She just uh, gets the ball there and then covers herself up. She's immediately fouled in the play by the Tigers. That's going to go on Harold, and that's going to be her fifth personal foul. She's the uh, second Tiger to foul out of the ball game. She leaves with 39 seconds to go. He fouls out with seven points. So now Mackenzie Willicott will go to the free throw line again for Hastings. She's already three out of four from the line today, and that one is off of the right side. No good. Willicott has got 13 points in the ball game. Chandra Farmer has got 15 to leave the Broncos in scoring today. Next shot is up there. It is good by... Willicott, now the Hastings lead is seven points. A three-possession ball game, 59-52. to 52. Hastings out on top. Here comes Dakota Westland with the ball. Sabres has got it. Sabres over here at Carr. Brings it back to the top of the key. There's a three-pointer thrown up there. It's going to be no good there by Ashley Bray. Rebound Amber Bray. Her shot no good. Rebound Amber Bray. Shot good. Amber Bray scoring there for Dakota Westland. She's got nine points in the ball game. Willicott again down here in the corner. is going to be fouling the play as she was double-teamed after getting the Pass there from Chanel Farmer. Now with 18 seconds to go. Willicott again will go to the free throw line. 59-54 to 54 is the score now. Hastings still with a five-point lead. 18 seconds to play. McKenzie Willicott goes back to the free throw line here for the Broncos. She'll have two more shots. The Blue Hill Bobcat, the former Bobcat, goes to the free throw line. Her shot is up there. It's going to be good. She'll have one more. That gives Hastings a six-point advantage now. This one will be huge again. 60 to 54. Next one is up there. Ribs off. No good. Here come the Tigers down by a couple of possessions, down by six points. And now we've got an over and back violation right here at the uh, 10 second line. On the far side, an over and back violation is called there on the Sarah Carr. Big turnover on the Tigers. That's their 20th in the ballgame. Hastings will play things in. Here's uh, Chandra Farmer with the ball. Chandra Farmer is going to be fouled here in backcourt by Amber Bray. Bray picks up her second personal foul. And now with 9.3 seconds to play, Chandra Farmer goes to the free throw line for two shots. She is four out of five so far this afternoon. She's got 15 points in the ballgame. 
And our first one is up there. It's going to be good. Sandra Farmer will have one more. 61-54. Hastings out on top. Next one is up there. Good. Nails a couple of free throws. Broncos now with an eight-point lead. Down the near sideline, Ashley Bray has got the ball to Amber Bray. Amber Bray looking, looking. Goes out to the top of the key. A three-pointer thrown up there by Nagel. No good. That's the ball game. Hastings wins it to break a two-game losing streak. The Broncos with an eight-point win here this afternoon. A hard-fought eight-point win. And Hastings will move to 19 wins now in the season. The Broncos are going to be 19-5. and five. They're now in second place in the Great Plains Athletic Conference all by themselves. Hastings now 12-3 and three in the conference. Dakota Wesleyan will slip a full game behind Hastings now for that number two spot. The Tigers will drop to 19 wins and four losses. The Tigers now 10-4 and four in the Great Plains Athletic Conference. So Hastings with a series sweep over Dakota Wesleyan here this season, winning in Hastings 65-62. to 62. And they went here this afternoon over the Tigers by the score of 62-54. to 54. We'll take a timeout. We'll come back and check the final numbers right after this. When it hurts, come to Burt's. Burt's Drug Stores in Hastings has the best prescription and over-the-counter service and free delivery six days a week. You get old-fashioned, know you buy your first-name personal service at Burt's Drug Store downtown Hastings and Burt's Pharmacy, 14th and Bellevue. The train tracks are gone, and over time, things change. But Vons Printers continues to be your full-service printing specialist. From start to finish, Vons Printers will customize your own logo, print business cards, envelopes, letterheads, brochures, and notepads to create a calling card for your business. Expect quality, personalized service, and competitive pricing from your full-service printing experts. For over 85 years, locally owned and operated, Vons Printers, 2nd and East Side Boulevard in Hastings. Jackson's Car Corner has built a reputation for high-quality, hand-picked vehicles. Good, clean, low-mileage cars, vans, and pickups. Stop by today and see them at Jackson's Car Corner, 3rd and Colorado in downtown Hastings, where our customers send their friends. Hi, I'm Ann. I'm Dana. And I'm Connie. And, and we're, we're New View Real Estate. New View Real Estate is so much more than just an ordinary real estate company. What's the difference between New View Real Estate and a traditional realtor? We are full service for less. We can sell your home for $29.95 plus 3%, keeping more money in your pocket. And we can also find you the home of your dreams. Our family team spirit makes it all about you and your needs. Contact us today or online at newviewofhastings.com. 1230 KHAS. All right, back here at uh, the Corn Palace in Mitchell, South Dakota. Hastings College wins it here this afternoon. Over the Dakota Wesleyan Tigers. Final score is 62 to 54. The Broncos trailed 13 to 10 after the first quarter, but then outscored the Tigers in quarter number two, 22 to 12. They had a 32-25 lead at halftime, and that's a lead they, they didn't give up. As the Broncos led 49 to 44 after three quarters, they go on to win today by the score of 62 to 54. Gets to the final shooting numbers in the ball game. Hastings ended up shooting 34%, so they win despite shooting 34% from the field today. They were 19 out of 55. Hastings heading on 4 out of 16 from three-point territory. That's 25%. And Hastings from the free-throw line was 20 out of 24. That's 83%. The Tigers today 
They hit 19 out of 45 from the field. That's 42%. The Tigers were 2 out of 16 from three-point range. That is at 12%. And uh, Dakota Wesleyan on free throws, they were 14 out of 20. That is 70%. The Tigers had officially 19 turnovers in the ball game today. Hastings had nine turnovers. Total rebounds, it was uh, Dakota Wesleyan with 33. Meanwhile, Hastings had 25 rebounds. The Tigers had 25 defensive rebounds and eight on offense. Hastings, 25 total rebounds. They had 18 on defense and seven on offense. But the Tigers fall to the Broncos here this afternoon despite the shooting the ball a little bit better than uh, Hastings today. As uh, the Broncos win by a score of 62-54, to 54. John Perrone is going to join us uh, in between games here as Hastings College men getting ready to go out to the Tigers here this afternoon. And Coach, uh, again, we don't shoot the ball very well today, but, but somehow found a way to uh, take control of this game and win it. I think we were stuck at, what, 55 forever, right? And, and on the road, you're thinking, oh, my Lord, this is going to get away from us because we've been up here so many times, and the game has got away from us. Our kids were so good defensively. Every shot, even the stuff they got in the paint, was challenged. Everything was challenged. A hand up. Our switches were clean. We fronted the post really well. We matched their physicality. I think that's as good as a sweep as since I've been here for sure. And I know it's definitely a good sweep for Coach since she's been here. It's just a credit to what the program has done defensively. Even though we weren't great offensively, remember, we always hang our hat defensively. And in the fourth quarter, we were great. And that's all that matters. This is a tough team to be great against their defensively. They've got a lot of uh, they got a lot of body inside, and, and Hastings, for the most part, did a great job of that. So I write sets down, right, like down the stretch. Hey, if they're going to go back to this, last time out or with about a minute seven left, I look at Gene and I said, pick one of 16 sets that I've written down on this sheet, right? They do so much offensively that it, that's how impressive it is because you can't guess everything that they're going to do. So for us to stop them basically at 49 or 47 for about four and a half minutes is a credit to what we do mentally and physically on the defensive end. Because they're talented. They're about as talented offensively as it gets. But we slowed them down. We kept the score down. Possessions were tough. And we were the tougher team at the end. They're one of the top three-point shooting teams, uh, not only in the G-Pack, but the nation. You hold them to just two here today. That's because of your defense. You have a lot of pressure out there at the perimeter. You know, yeah, as well as being really good in the post because they can give mismatches, we really flew out of the three-point line. We thought about our closeouts had to be really good. You had to have a hand up. You had to have quick feet. And then you had to maintain ball pressure. We did that the whole game. That's why their looks. They didn't get a real clean look. You know, even at the end of the game, they ran a couple little back screens and some pops. We still had a hand in their face. All game, except for maybe in the second quarter there, in the, or late in the first quarter, they got loose. Uh, that's about it. But we really squeezed the perimeter. And like I said, it's a credit to our kids because they're matchup. there's matchup nightmares everywhere on the floor for us. Sandra Farmer leads you guy with uh, with 17 points. She comes up some big free throws at the end. That's the littlest girl maybe in the in the Great Plains Athletic Conference. She was not afraid to go uh, inside. She had a lot of driving uh, shots to the basket. So they were switching ball screens, right? So we were able to isolate Chandra a little bit, basically set ball screen, get away, and then go one-on-one. Chandra only took three shots against Concordia. Not, not that we pump individual players' gas because we don't, but this was a mismatch situation for her. She needs to be more productive. When she's rolling like that, it changes our offense. Even though we didn't score a bunch of points, it, she's so hard to guard. They were on a string. Uh, so she was able to get in the lane, create. 
Then, you know, huge free throws down the stretch. I know we missed one or two there, but she went back to the line, made a couple. Same thing with McKenzie. So credit Shandra for having a really good game and taking advantage of some mismatches offensively. Hastings again, 20 out of 24 from the free throw line. You'll take that any day of the week. No doubt, especially down the stretch, right, where it's the game's got squeezed so much because the defense of both teams guarded really well. And Dakota Wesley did a good job against us as well. You know, so to squeeze possessions and walk to the foul line and finish, especially at one point, I think it was four to one, Mike. So to get back to five really quick under two minutes was important for us. We marched to the line, and it's like calm, cool, and collected. That's kind of the program. We're never too high. We're never too low. Just calm, cool, and collected. Walk to the line, knock them down, and get out of here, right? Hastings with a couple of games coming up next week. But like I said, we we lost two games, but against them, uh, Two ranked opponents and two very good opponents. We come up here. That's Iowa. This is this is probably a, a very important win for us. It, it's more than just a win, but I think it's a, important to win to kind of jumpstart us now for uh, what we got left in the season. One, we're both at the top of the conference, and that's important to kind of not separate. Just put yourself, you know, one spot ahead basically in the win column. And two, we didn't play great in the fourth quarter against Concordia, and this this team's never going to fold. So it wasn't a story of are we going to fold. It was more of a story of how are we going to respond on the road in Mitchell, South Dakota, in the Corn Palace with with a great crowd against a nationally ranked team in the top ten. And we did that. We answered every call because we asked those questions this week. Are we going to be able to front the post? Are we going to be able to handle mismatches? Are we going to be able to challenge the three-point line? And offensively, we're going to be efficient enough to win the game. It's a huge win for us. You know, you have to steal one somewhere, especially losing at home to Northwestern. You have to find a way to steal one. This is a huge win for our kids, and you could tell in the locker room. I never go in the locker room afterwards. I made a point to go in there just to see the live faces and, and the atmosphere. So the kids really deserve that. They, they finished down the stretch. It was fun to watch. Gina talks so much about uh, keeping the crowd out of the ball game because this place can get ruckus and it can get loud. They never got into the ball game today. We pretty well controlled this thing. Yeah, we didn't stretch the lead. We got out to a five- to seven-point lead. We kept it there. They never got back into the ball game. 43 to 40, okay, in the third quarter, and then 49 to 44. Those two numbers right there really kind of stuck to me. I wrote them down, and then it got to 50, uh, 55 to 49, and they never made another shot. They never made a huge basket. We never gave them that momentum where the crowd could get up. The students started standing up a little bit, but we kind of every time we just made the play offensively enough to keep them away from us. And defensively, we got the big rebounds. We got the big steals. We got one really good jump ball down here. Situations where on the road, if you make those plays, you're going to be successful. And our kids did. They, we kept the crowd out of it. It's I don't. If people could come up here, it's a very unique place to play. So and and these people are avid basketball fans. There's blue. It's like a Husker game, right? There's blue everywhere. And it, to keep them quiet, especially the guys behind us who are real loud. You know, like to keep them quiet all night was a credit to our kids and just the steadiness of our program. Hastings uh, wins it 62-54. to 54. You take a day or two and now get ready for another important week next week. Midland coming in during the week at home. Then the next Saturday up to Morningside. For the 900th time, right? G-Pack basketball. You know, Midland takes us to overtime at their place. And as, as talented offensively as, as the league has with their two players because they can score it, can we win at home, protect it, right? And then... Move on to the next step. You know, that's what it's about. Like, step by step, taking the next thing. We did that here today. We talked about that against Concordia. Can we do it? And our kids did it. We should be elated. 
but at the same time, we need to go back, focus, enjoy the trip home here, and go back and focus and get back ready for Midland, and then go from there, you know? Our kids are ready. This is a huge win for us. Hopefully, it's the momentum we need to finish the season at the top of the league. If we can get home, we'll get home. Hey, I heard uh, Yankton to, to Norfolk's a lot better than it was <laughs> last night. So if you're looking for alternative routes, that might be it. All right, we'll see you next week. Yeah, thanks, Mike. That's uh, John Perot, the assistant coach for Gina Johansson. Again, he's picking up a win. Over uh, Dakota Westland here this afternoon, winning by the score of 62-54. to We'll take a break, come back, and chat with Hastings College men's basketball coach Bill Gabers as we get set for Bronco basketball on the men's side of things as we continue on 1230 KHAS. Five Points Bank of Hastings.